Damn, we're live. Thank you. Oh, peace. Good morning, Souza. Good morning. You're Madison? Yes, sir. Oh, good morning, JR. Good morning. Oh, wow. Your mic's nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I don't know if you need to lean into it. Um, definitely the closer your mouth is to it, the better your voice will sound, but we'll uh, fuck with it um, and give you feedback as it goes. Congratulations. It's cool. Word. Thank you. Do I sound like Brian yet? Yeah, better. Sounds so good. <laughs> sounds so good. Uh, we're, we're, uh, so so um, we're starting the show early this morning, five minutes early, because uh, a couple of reasons. Uh, we don't have a lot of time uh, with uh, JR and Taylor. They had some other stuff to do. And then also we have Amanda Barnhart coming on. I don't know where um, Taylor is. Uh, how, many, how many workouts were announced so far? So we've got three. Okay. And uh, any any news of uh, when a um, the next one will be? Do we have any hints on when, when more will be coming out? None. Okay. Let me call uh, Taylor here. I just texted him too. Have they, have they told us about any workouts that won't be announced until the events? Have they been like, hey, we're never going to tell you this one until you get on the floor? I haven't heard anything about any events that will be announced on the floor. Okay. I don't know uh, exactly how true this is. Um, it's it came from. Hey, this is Taylor. If you can leave your name and phone number. It came from a uh, uh, unverified uh, source, just in my DM. Someone that I don't know, but I did. I, one of the things I did hear is that um, there are going to be uh, some new handstand. Let me give you the exact wording on that. Uh, that there are going to be some new handstand variations, meaning points of performance. Uh, 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 handstands will be judged, I guess, a little bit different. Uh, something about them is going to be different. And new jump rope variation. The jump rope variation I have gotten, I don't I don't have a second source. I, I only have one source, and it's from uh, just my DMs. The handstand one, I have like a half dozen um, uh, sources pouring into the DMs after I mentioned it last night. And it sounds like whatever it is, only one person on the demo team was able to do it, and that uh, Adrian Bosman ended up demoing, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Uh-oh. Um, but I've seen stuff like that before at the games where the demo team is struggling with something, and it goes into the games, and at 3, 2, 1, go, the, the athletes on the floor mop that shit up. So uh, – that that's I'm sure that's something that uh, Adrian's assessing and Adrian has seen uh, before. Have either of you heard about anything about jump rope and uh, handstands? I haven't, but I'm really curious about the jump rope thing because I think you could always tweak and twist a, a handstand push up in different variations with the athletes off. But I I wonder what the jump rope deal is going to be. That that I'm real curious about. So if you want to if you want to take a really long trip down Speculation Road, years ago on Instagram. Travis Mayer posted a video doing single steps, speed steps, right? Like each foot alternating single unders. Like, like the, like the thing boxers do. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And shortly after that, Dave reposted it and said, take a look at both of us. Look how Travis's whatever knees come up a little bit higher than mine, et cetera. 
that video was then taken off of Dave's Instagram. And this was years ago, like maybe three years ago. And I told people, Henshaw has talked about skills early on in CrossFit being valuable and how when those things are no longer valuable to you, you stop practicing them. In a lot of his seminars, they do plate hops and they do single unders just to show athletes that learning a low barrier to entry skill isn't something that you should shy away from. So this is really, really, really deep speculation, but a lot of people would immediately think triple unders, but why would they not possibly do a speed step, do a single under in that way? Uh, yeah. You, you know, what's interesting about this too is uh, Adrian has a boxing background and uh, oh, is this it? Wait, let me see if this is going to be the one right here uh, that they're going to show. Uh, Adrian has a boxing background. Is that, is this it? See, I'm gonna find see if I can find an example of it. This is what you're talking about, right, Jr. Right, but yeah, but it doesn't really look like that. You're just basically running in place. Yeah, like, okay, like, like you know, almost like a high knee drill. So you're not you're not touching on the other side with that foot. You would just be one two one two one two one two one two, almost like you're running in place, like a kid would do. Yeah, uh, Adrian has a boxing background, and uh, Dave loves boxing. Yeah, that's interesting. And to JR's point, we've seen like uh, Henshaw run those um, seminars and have a bunch of games athletes not be able to do a single under. I think it was like, was it like Sarah Sigmund's daughter in one of them where she was at, like just couldn't get it down, and it was funny because they're all tripping up, and um, Henshaw always said, never leave a skill behind. That's right. Yeah, so that's interesting. That's a good take. Because everybody always automatically goes triple unders, but it's like, how do you judge that? Like, how do you tell the difference if the rope went around three times or two times when you're in that loud of an environment? Yeah, so I think possibly like speed steps could come out before something like triple unders. But if they also went, this would kind of be along with triple unders. It's kind of a weird move. But, you know, in rules, it always says for the double under, the rope must pass forward twice under the feet. And I don't think they would do like reverse double unders, like backwards double unders. Um, but I know back in the day, I want to say on 11.1 on the snatches and double unders, maybe there was a really high level athlete that did it and maybe won the workout because back then it wasn't a rule that you could go backwards. I know. I think Josh has said before, that's the way he learned how to do double unders. Yeah. That's how he learned how to jump rope, jumping rope backwards. And I thought that was ridiculous. But after he mentioned that, a bunch of people hit me up saying that they learned how to jump rope backwards too. It just seemed more intuitive to them as a kid. It seemed harder to me. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And and what about uh, uh, a handstand uh, variations? What could that possibly be? Well, I'm hopeful that it's, (laughs) I'm hopeful I can say, you know, broken clocks right twice a day and that it's the press to handstand. But we'll see. Or or, uh, or from, from the parallel, from the L-sit to a... Uh, yeah, that's what handstand. I mean. Like okay, L-sit, okay. L-sit okay. to handstand. Okay. Whether it's for reps or for like a max hold. Uh, Amanda Barnhart is my favorite CF athlete. Blew my voice at Rogue during the dual cheering her on. Would do it again any given day. Penumbra Syndicate. Penumbra. Penumbra Syndicate. Um has a gun in his profile pick cancel cancel <laughs> okay uh so um i mentioned yesterday to uh brian he didn't seem uh and john young they didn't seem um 
to, to bite on this, but one of the topics I brought up is that Tia is being followed around uh, by a documentary crew. I'm hearing that it's her last year. Brian's like, hey, man, this is the year she's going to break the record for most wins, so maybe it's just that. Um, any any thoughts on her retiring, Jer? I think if she wins, she probably steps away. Yeah. She's talked in the past about really wanting a family and having some other things in life that she's looking forward to doing after she competes. And, and she was so certain at the end of last year that she was going to go this year that it sound, feels like she had a plan or has a plan. Yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Um, some other people I think on here have alluded to it, but I know Jason's always said how maternal she was around him when he went to their camp last year before the games, how above anything else like her level of fitness, her tenacity, all that kind of stuff that he almost felt like she was a, like a motherly figure to him. Right. Jay, uh, who said that Hopper said that Jason. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, yesterday I was talking about how James Sprague might be out and uh, street Horner might be in, but this morning someone sent me a picture of James Sprague uh, testing a workout that was posted on Adrian Bosman's story. So, uh, who knows? I have hit James up. I couldn't get confirmation uh, either way. But uh, if, I, if I go by what Adrian's posting, it looks like James is still in. And that the rumors of him getting monkeypox are false. All right. Uh, right oh, there. there it is. Okay. Uh, Saturday pre-comp test of the Capitol. James Sprague. Uh, does, can we see what time that is? Yeah. Let me get in positive. Okay. Two, two hours, hours ago. ago. So I was asleep, 5 a.m. Oh, actually, no, I think I was up cleaning up some dog puke or something. <laughs> Good times. Good times. It's become like a monthly event. I don't know what's going on. Um. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's look at these workouts. It's funny, uh, JR, this is – this is. I, I remember yesterday I wanted to have a talk with you and Taylor. It was It was exactly about this. It was exactly about this. Crazy. Oh, that's the crew. He don't look so strong. He don't look so long. Griffith Raleigh don't look so strong in that picture. Looks so strong. Yeah, Mitchell's just yeah, Mitchell's just out angling him, and so is Street. They're standing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Street Horner looks like he could eat 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 uh Griffith Raleigh. Like for just eat like his little bite. Look at Fee Sagafi. Man, uh Allison Scuds is not a big human being at all. And Fee Sagafi is it must be just tiny. Yeah. Wow. Allison's towering over there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and congrats to uh, Miss Scud, second year as uh, captain of the demo team. That's some good shit. Okay, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> Taylor says, oh, fuck. Who said, oh, Taylor just said that? Yeah. Yeah. It's not don't good, worry. brother. Don't worry, it's dude. not good. Don't worry, dude. I just I did a ton of deadlifts yesterday. I'm, back's already sore. I'll, I'll carry you a little more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not good, buddy. Not good. Here's the, th here's the thing. We're going into this week, and this show is going to be the biggest show in the space by far. And I realize that one of the cool things about the show is that it's a shit show. But, um, but the shit show has to have some like parts that are just like solid. And I just, I just need that from, uh, obviously from you, Jr. and obviously from Taylor the whole week. Like I, I just need, 
because uh, Sousa's in Madison, fucking Caleb's on the moon, and that's it. And and Brian's fucking got his dick tucked between his vagina, labia majoras, and so so I I, I need uh I need I need you two. Oh, I mean, sorry, I mean Brian's doing God's work. Uh, so so I need you guys. Taylor, you got to come on an hour early then for now on, and just hang out. Just be here. Yeah, just clean my screen. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's look at these workouts. Um, so it's three workouts, but it's not the first three workouts. And that's what I keep, I keep screwing that up. Correct. Okay. Um, do we know that the order, these three workouts, do we know, do we know the order that they're going to happen? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, let's go with the earliest one. Can you pull that up, Sousa? Yeah. You, okay. Thank you. It. Sevon, I'm available. Bruce Wayne. Bruce, are you hungover from last night? He loves you. I know we almost get he almost he gave me the chicken pox last night. <laughs> hey, I don't give a fuck, Taylor. Just I don't give a fuck if you thought it was ten fifty five your time. Like I, I, I give two shits. <laughs> I give two shit. I don't care. Um. Uh. Okay. Do we bike, want to start with this? Okay. Like to work. Uh. I love the title. Uh. It's individual event number one. This is when we see the athletes, all f- uh, eighty of them. This is what they're going to come out and do. Seventy-five toes to bar, five mile bike ride. Seventy-five chest to bar, five mile bike ride. Uh. Go for it, Jr. What do we got? Uh, multi-speed bikes. By the way, that, I think that's a, another important thing. Uh, ten ten speed bikes. Uh, multiple terrains. Yeah, so the first thing I think of immediately is 2021 Event 10, right? One of the ones that, one of the last ones Dave programmed with the toes to bar, the run, toes to bar run uh, workout that actually eliminated a lot of the field. So I think this is kind of um, loosely based on that workout structure wise. When you look at this and you see the five mile bikes, you know, a lot of people see that and have no clue how long that's going to take on a road or on a trail, because it's usually not something that you do. You normally just bike for meters on a stationary bike. And it's much different if you're handling, if you're dealing with alternate terrain, if you have to shift, I mean, that's something people don't think about. So skill wise, sure. There's going to be a little bit of an advantage for someone who is more comfortable on a mountain bike, has spent time on it, knows when to shift, knows when to stand, knows when to sit, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think the workout takes shape on the 75 chest to bar. If you've never mountain biked, your grip gets really fatigued. And that's something a lot of people aren't talking about because I think in general, it is a capacity-based workout. Who has the capacity to go for 30, 40, 50 minutes straight without stopping and push the last bike? But Going into the chest of bar is where I think you're going to see a lot of separation because people who overgrip the handles, people who are a little bit more timid, just think about when you're timid doing anything, you, you, you tighten up, you're overgrip the handlebars, and then you come in and those chest of bars all of a sudden aren't as easy. Mm, that's such a good point with the grip too, because we've speculated on the train. It's supposed to be pretty rugged from what, from what we were talking about last night, right? Yeah. From what I've been told, there's a really short strip. It's like a mile loop. And they do it five times twice. So the mm. first bit of it is road. And then wait, after- wait, 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 uh, it, it's a really, sh- the loop is one mile. So they're going to end up doing the loop 10 times. Right. So they do it okay. five times twice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So from what I've been told, it's a little bit of road and then otherwise it's like gravel and grass. So it doesn't seem like 
the terrain is going to be too much of an issue from a handling skill standpoint. Now, from a knowing how to shift all that kind of stuff and knowing the right time, sure, people who've been on a bike more and who are more comfortable will have a little advantage there. Uh, is there a time cap on this? Yeah, I think it's fifty minutes five zero. Five zero. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, but but uh, going back to those chest bar, if if uh, those chest bar aren't going to be a problem for Ricky Garrard, I don't think they're going to be a problem for uh, Jay Crouch. Um, uh, this seems like a runaway for them. As much as you're saying that um, you think that's where the workout's going to be, I do think that they are so good. You know, so someone like me or, or someone who's been on a bike a lot, you know, let's say I rode my bike every day to school for fucking 20 years of my life. It's still different than what Jay and Ricky did. Like they're very comfortable on a bike and they may put, they may put uh, 30 seconds or 20 or 30 seconds ahead of the rest of the pack on every mile. So they may go into that chest to bar with the fucking two minute lead on someone. Yeah, it's definitely more, possible. more, I, maybe what say that again. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I'd also like to know how I think they'll get how, out of how, sight. Like, Here's the thing. The I think they'll is. get so far ahead. JR, they'll mm -hmm. get out of sight. I don't think, I don't think that I, I think that um Ricky, I don't think anyone will see the best biker in the group um when he crosses the finish line, except the fans. It's going to be that much of a separation. Yeah, I think he's, I mean, he even did it. I mean, remember what Ricky did to the pack and Madison that year. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think the GW one five zero one six four three two seven four one two four two one five played a, a part in that. Well, I'm curious as what Jr. said. Like, I wonder how wide the track is because then is it if it's a continuous loop, there's not like a huge advantage to try to get five out meters. Five, uh, it's five I mean, meters wide that, I mean, if, is what Ricky said. Twenty five. I mean, they're doing five feet. loops. Yeah, no, fifteen feet. Fifteen feet. Sorry, fifteen feet. That's if you end up lapping yeah. somebody. You're gonna people have to are gonna be get passing lapped. around everybody too. People, oh, people yeah. are probably gonna get lapped. Right. Wow. Lapping, okay, so you agree, Jr. We are gonna see. You're you're not. Although you think the chest of bar is huge, you also think that some people are gonna shit the bed on the bike. No, I mean I think the workout comes down to your capacity on the bike and who can do the last five mile hard without blowing up for sure. If you can't figure right. out how to change gears on a trail like that, you're gonna have you're gonna be pedaling super high gear and not getting anywhere. Yeah, there are dorks like that out there. For those of us who's just changing gears is just like normal, like it's it's intuitive. Uh, but there's people out there who it's not. That'd be me. I'd be the person on there trying to get <laughs> my chain would come off. Yeah, you just over crank it and just <laughs> yeah. fly it off the, the derailleur. Okay, and uh, Jared, do you have any issues with the? Um, do Do you want to complain? Like five miles is way too far. That's a gimmick. That's not CrossFit. Or, or they should be on unicycles. Or you like fuck? You like it? Or why are they using Trek? Do you have any 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 uh any issues? No, with I, this? no. I think other than cyclocross, this is this is the only time that off road biking handling the skill of it and the capacity has really been tested to the games. So. While I think the 150 gymnastics reps matter, I think they're there for interference more so than vice versa. Like the bike is there for interference of the gymnastics, right? Um, I think. Is it enough? I think it's is a, it enough interference. I think so. I think so. And what it does is it sets the tone of the weekend. Because remember, this is this is the first event for everybody. So we don't know what else they have to do for the whole day. There's now, there's now another scoring window, I believe on Wednesday. I want to say they added a fourth scoring window. So there's 12 testing windows now. 
and we only know two of the workouts for Wednesday. So later on that night, if they do some more upper body pulling or hanging, this is really going to come into play there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, thoughts. Uh, um, can anyone do the 75 toes to bar? Sorry. Will anyone do and can anyone do any of the 75 toes to bar unbroken? Can sure. Will probably not. And the chest to bar, are we going to see, what do you think, 25, 25, 15, 10? Mm, I think ideally you do just, you do descending sets, but I have a feeling that a lot of them will probably do five sets of 15 if they can. Okay. And, and what do these breaks look like? Come down, chalk your hands, or look around even maybe a little, adjust your nuts? I think for the leaders, it's going to be look around and rest as long as you can before you feel like you need to get back up. Okay, so so fat, not mu not much rest. Kind I don't of. think so, but I do think that when athletes get to the chest to bar, the workout really starts. And for some of them, it's already going to be lost as far as finishing top five or top ten. But there's going to be, I think, with a fifty minute cap, big big separations and places where there might be a group of ten or twelve athletes that are within one or two chest to bar of each other going into the last bite. Um, you and I are both, uh, partaking in the Tyler Watkins, uh, fitness fantasy, uh, league. Um, who are you going to put in? You have four, you have, you have four males to choose from. Which male are you going to put in for this out of your group? JR. Probably Jason. Uh, Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. He's really, really good at hanging gymnastics. And, and he's an athlete. And he's a good not, athlete. Yeah. He's not afraid of a, a bike or whatever. Even if he's not the great at it, he's still going to be comfortable on it. He's also just insane on a stationary bike as far as like power output goes. And I think that's going to come into play a lot on the second five mile loop. Okay. Do you think and, uh, and, no. Oh, that is, that is, that does require a little bit more uh, dexterity and then, well, just more, yeah, more brain cells, more, uh, more functioning, like co cooperation between, uh, the, the mind and the body. Mm. He is a football player. We've been out on the trails together. I like. Yeah, he knows, I, he I like what's up. I like what I'm seeing. Okay, and um, and of the uh, ladies, who are you going to put in? Probably Bailey Real. Oh, I like that. I bet you she's good at that. She looks like she's got a little bit of granola in her, right? And she's over at Mayhem. They can't get off the bikes, but those granola chicks, yeah. she's like she's like one of those hot granola chicks that probably like rode a bike to school and shit. Maybe well, even try maybe even did a couple of triathlons. Well, Rich has mountain bike trails all over his property. So you know she's been out and she's really comfortable doing that. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You see him post all the time. How much of it you think that on the final heat, those 75 toes to bar with only a 15, what did we say it was a 15 foot wide trail for them to ride on? How much of a, a factor do you think all of them will be leaving the toes to bar, getting onto their bikes and then jumping on? You think we'll see some crashes there? You think we'll see it kind of bottleneck into that point, um, especially with that final heat with those athletes being so close? Well, this is really, this is a really interesting point. Because a lot of the things Boz has talked about from his programming so far is that he likes the idea of not giving people an easy out. And even in a workout with a 50-minute cap, he may know that you can baby the toaster bar if you want, but it's going to cost you position that's really going to matter in the first couple loops, mm -hmm. that there's going to be log jams. So he may have programmed it this way. It's like starting on the toaster bar and not on the bike because he doesn't want everyone mass starting. That's but, what I would, but, but also because you know that if you don't 
if you don't be at least a little aggressive on the toaster bar, you may just get held up in a bottleneck and just have to almost go slow for no reason. Right. Like if that's, if the trail's that small and there's no ability to really pass there, getting off that toaster bar is going to be play a huge factor in starting it. So that way you could get yourself out in front, build a little hedge, because if, if that's the case and it's that tight, you won't have that opportunity again until the 75 chest of bar. If it's just blockaded. For sure. And then the um, real question is, will we see Velner go down? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We will see Velner go. Well, no, Velner doesn't go down. He will take someone down. I, he's going to take Hopper down. Uh, hey, um, do women have something that's like equivalent to um, uh, a nut adjustment? I, I want to say like back in the day in the, in the 90s, and I used to see like women pick their underwear out of their butt. I don't see that anymore. Now I see this move where like they pull their sports bra up. You know, they take their thumb and they kind of run it right here. And they do this thing. Dudes adjust their nuts and women dudes can adjust their nuts on the fly. You could even adjust your nuts on the bike, but it, it is a world of fairness and balance. Women adjust sports broad dudes adjust nuts. <laughs> I used to love that about Froning because he was such a fucking class act and a good dude, but the camera would be on him like 30 seconds before the event. And he's always like just fondling his junk. It was great. <laughs> fucking awesome. Anybody nice going shot. kamikaze on a group of riders? I mean, not on purpose, but we are going to see some, we're going to see the bike always has a little bit of the softball toss element in it. We're going to see like, wow, what did you do as a kid? Like <laughs> you were not in the neighborhood. You didn't, you didn't ride a bike. Well, also too, like I think Jeremy Garcia, thank you. Maybe intimidation is the wrong word, but if you hear someone coming behind you on a trail and you just hear them say on your left, you'll slow down. Like you'll, you'll say, okay, go ahead kind sir sorry to get in your way so i mean i think people who are the most confident will use that to their advantage as far as being aggressive on the trail goes uh nate williams jr how did snake eater go what's snake eater it was a party uh it's a workout that he wrote uh for a friend of his who's a green beret that um got into like a bad accident was in a coma and now is recovering so at the gym yesterday we did his fundraiser workout you can. I thought you had to tomorrow. die to get a workout. You could just be just fucked up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh let's go to. Uh, uh, do, do you any, 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 who, do you want to pick winners for this? You want to pick uh, Laura Horvat and uh, and Ricky. Um, I'm gonna say Ricky and Tia. Ricky and Tia. Okay. It's Tia for everyone default. <laughs> uh okay and and, and laura horvat uh, another um good to see her at the top another uh no pun intended proven athlete by that i mean she can do it all she can rock climb i'm sure she can throw she could probably fight she could ride a bike she could probably dance i mean she she's she's the real deal uh, okay let's go to the second workout that we know which is not necessarily workout number two correct uh, this is workout number two. If you scroll up a little bit, it says two A two B. Okay. So st we're still on day one, right? And do we know what time that workout that um the the bike workout starts the bike to work um on tomorrow? Let me check the schedule. If it is, I think no, John said ten a.m. last night, didn't he? Uh, Nine a.m. Yeah, nine a.m. Okay. for individuals looks like the first. So that's seven a.m. Pacific. Wow, I'm gonna be up early tomorrow. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, of, of individual, and, and, and do we know where that workout's going to be? The riding one is—is is that where they ride through town? They're going to be riding through Madison. Oh, I guess it's a one-mile lap, but it's out in the wild. 
like I said, I think it's a mixture of road and, and off road terrain. Okay. Um, any hills? Haven't heard. Okay. I heard there is a little bit of a downhill that goes into a gravel turn, but I never, I never know exactly what people mean by a hill. And if there's a downhill, obviously that, that means there has to be an uphill. Yeah, we could go check it out later, too. I'll walk around the venue and see if we can find anything and get some pictures or something like that, too, where it might be. Awesome. Okay, uh, two. so this is event number. So now we know for sure there's at least 11 scored events because we had 11 time slots originally, and now one of the time slots has two scored events, 2A and 2B. We don't know for sure if they're uh, 100 points each, right? Well, there's well, there's tw- there's 12 testing windows now, so we know there's at least 12 scored events. There may be more. Uh, 13 scored events, right? Because this is, we know there's at least, okay. Right, right. Okay. Where did they add the, uh, the 12th, uh, um, testing window? Was it at the end of, on the last day? It was on the, no, it was on Wednesday, I believe. Originally there were three and now there are four testing windows on Wednesday. Wow. Just those big blocks at first and then they broke them down now. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's do it. Let's talk, let's talk about this thing. Okay, Will Brandsetter says they they have now officially said there are 13 scored events. Okay. I like the jerk blocks in this one a lot. Yeah, so this so seeing this workout, I think of the 3 is the first time you're really seeing like Boz put his stamp. Right? There's going to be other things that are unique elements I think to him and the way he sees programming, but we still get the progression of the shuttle run like we talked about. We thought that that would stay from, you know, supposed to have been in workout um but why do they call it a shuttle run it's not a shuttle to overhead no one does a 400 meter shuttle run i think that i think that is how they're going to do it 200 one way 200 back at that point it's not even a shuttle run there's got to be there there's got to they've got to be doing it on the length of the field so there's going to be multiple places to change direction but this workout is i have questions this this could be a workout where unless it's brief to the athletes about a minimum effort or work requirement per interval, you could see people completely taking one of the two movements to rest and recover. For instance, if you know that you can win the run and you know that you're not strong overhead, you don't attempt one jerk. Why would you? Just try to win the shuttle run portion, it's scored separately. It's a hundred points and then take last on the jerks and not even attempt one. If you did that, if you got a first and a 40th, you would earn 102 points. If you got 17th on both, you earn 104. Wow. Oh. Wow. Great math. JR. So when the field, so when the Can field, you say, let's, let's go over that one more time. Yeah, do that, that yeah. do that again. That's good shit. So if you knew you were one of the best runners in the field, but you mm-hmm. knew that at best you would take a 30th on the shoulder to overhead, mm-hmm. there's a ton of interference there. Your legs are going to be smoked and having any drive in the legs for heavy jerks is going to be super difficult. So why would you even try to jerk the barbell? Just sprint the runs. You get a little bit more recovery, including your one and two minute recoveries between intervals. And you, you go for broke and try to win the run and you don't even attempt to jerk, 
So you take a 40th on the jerk, a first on the run, and you earn 102 points. But you could take two 20ths, so you could kind of go hard on both and only get 86 points. You so you could take, still be one of the best in the world and get 80 at both and get 86 points. Well, that just means you're medium. That just means you're in the middle of the pack on both. Yeah. Hey. And then if you got 17th on both, you would get 104. So it would only earn you two more points versus taking one event completely off. But I think what you will also see the guys that are the strongest, the ladies that are the strongest, they'll go really hard on the first interval probably have a little over 30 seconds or so for jerks. Then they'll take the second interval completely off and rest. So you're getting now one minute after the first interval, three minutes in the second interval to rest. That's four, two more minutes. That's six minutes of rest. And then you can sell out on the last one and try to get a huge number of jerks again and hope that that will still get you a really, really high total. That's a little bit more of a risk. But those are the questions I want to know. That is there a minimum work requirement? Do you have to finish the shuttle every interval to continue uh, to work out? There's, there's two things I want to offer up here. Being in the last heat is really going to matter in this workout. So this one, it fucking yep. really matters. Like, re, like more than I can ever think of it ever mattering before. Usually it's like a psychological advantage. Is like what Froning says. If you know the time, you can beat it. This is some fucking crazy gameplay going on here. So being in the last, he really matters. The second of all, the second part is, I've, and I think this is what JR is saying, um, that the, the stamp that uh, uh, Adrian's putting on it is we've never seen jerk blocks at a game. But I'm going to tell you, Someone's going to come off the jerk blocks. There are some goofy motherfuckers out there who are going to push themselves to some weird. I mean, you see it on Instagram the other day. Do you remember the guy? I, I sent it to our thread. The guy who jerked the bar and started coming towards the ref and the ref didn't get, get out of the way. And he dropped the bar over that female ref. Do you guys remember that? That was fucking yeah. nuts. Yep. The ref fell with inside the falling of the bar. Like, like they were dancing. He could have kissed her. He could have got her pregnant. I mean, we're going to see people come out of their jerk blocks, and I'm very curious what that's going to – Um, don't you think? Don't yeah, you guys think sure. we're going to see some weird shit? Yeah, yeah, we'll probably see a couple people, or they'll go, you'll see. And I'm not being there. critical. I'm excited to see it. Someone's going to go for some max shit, and they're fucking going to get giraffe legs and start getting all weird and shit. Yep. Especially if they make the minimum work requirement something like you have to complete the run in two jerks or something like that every every interval. I think they're probably only going to do, I would say they're going to do like 20 and 20. So only two heats per sex because this window is only an hour, I believe. Um, yeah. Uh Oh, fuck. Did my mouse die? What the, where the fuck's my, uh, Oh yeah. Shit. My mouse did die. Um, th this is an interest. I didn't even think about this. Someone said that they think that someone will actually dip into the blocks it, that would make that lift probably no good too, right? I've never even seen that happen in an Instagram video. Have you ever seen that happen where someone dips in the in the bar? You have seen that too, Susa? I guess I'm not yeah. around a jerk box enough. Well, the other thing too, now that that just got brought up, the first thing that came to my mind is there is there going to be a standard height for all the jerk boxes? No, they there can't be. For them. Oh, they are. For them yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure they're doing I that. Saw, like they do the yokes. Okay. Yeah. I just oh wait wait, like there's yokes. They were getting sized for yokes. 
No, I'm just saying in the past, they've always sized oh, the athletes. Right. Oh. Yeah, because we're, we're, Colton's blocks cannot be the same height as Fikowski's. Right, right? that's what I was going to say. Because then Fikowski's doing a front squat every time he comes up out of that thing. Alexander squat. Travis Mayer, third behind Jay Crouch. I just can't see anyone beating Ricky and Jay. Although, when I did ask Jay, are you taking second in this, he, he, he alluded that he's going to go for first. I think Travis will be up there in the top three. Uh, Fikowski has a video on IG. Uh, maybe we can go over and take a look at that. What did what did you just say, uh, Jr? Yeah, I would say Travis for sure. Motocross background, he should be in the top five easily. Okay, uh, I guess uh, there's a video of maybe Travis. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, someone's definitely coming off the front there. Oh, for sure. Someone's definitely coming off the front there. And uh, Carlos, yesterday when you were saying someone should explain Jerkbox to me, someone should explain something to you too. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think Mertens will do fine at this event. What do you think, uh, Jer? I mean, well, he's going to do fine at the Jerks. Ah, the running. Damn, it's a lot of running. It's a lot of running, and the slower you are, the less time you have to accumulate those points on the Jerks, no matter how strong you are. It ends up being they're going to run uh, over a mile. Mm-hmm. Just over. Yeah. Yeah, and the, le- and, the, and the legs will probably still be a little bit juicy from the bike. Yeah, that's what I say. You made that point earlier, Jaren. That's a really good point because if anybody's done heavy jerks like that, that's a, that's a leg movement more than it is. I mean, obviously, you have to have the stability to catch the bar and everything else, but that's going to be mostly legs. And if you're really pushing those shuttle sprints or shuttle runs, those legs are going to be awfully fatigued coming into that second set, third set. Hey, do you think there's people that aren't going to do the be able to do the last 800 meters in four minutes? If it's truly an 800 meter and they're turning around – I don't know, once every 200 at least, it's going to be that that's going to be that's going to be a tight window at that point in the workout. Yeah, I mean, I, there's no way in hell I'm making I'm doing an 8 minute mile at the end there, but it's I'm a fucking old 50-year-old dude, but I mean, that's that's fast, right? What do you think, Taylor? For for last 800 meters, they have 4 minutes. Um there's going to be people I'm guessing there's going to be at least one or two people who don't make that. Yeah, I think I think this is potentially an event where egos are going to be bruised a little bit, but at the same time, um, you know, I initially looked at the workout and I was thinking, okay, singles on the jerks. You just look at the weight and you're thinking singles, especially in such a tight time domain, the heart rate is high, fatigue is high. And you think about re-racking a weight like 300 pounds for several reps. And they also have the jerk block. So the first, at least my first instinct, I'm thinking singles, you look at the time domain a little more, you look at the run distance, you think about transitions in terms of it being a shuttle. Um, and then it, I start to think a little more and can question. I wonder if athlete, athletes will be doing triples, doubles, triples. And I don't know. I think singles is still potentially what we'll see. I think there will be athletes time capped, but I don't think the reps will be super high. I think it'll be similar to the last chance workout where, you know, we, we sit on the show before everybody hits the workout and we're thinking 40 reps will be middle of the pack and the best in the world hit 34 um, so I think on something like this, it's going to be, it's not going to be a lot of reps. I'm thinking maybe five each interval. Um, so somewhere in the 15 to 20 range, I think is going to be, would probably be the winning score. I would think. Yeah. How, how many, how many 15 to 20 total across? Wow. All mm-hmm. Wow. So you five. think someone will get that many? That's 300 pounds for men. 
Yeah, I think I think guys like so. You know, I think look, if guys come back, they run that four hundred meter shuttle at a six minute pace, which is not going to kill people. Um, these athletes run, you know, four, ten by four hundred on the three minute at a at a six minute pace easily, usually around one ten, one twelve. So I think these athletes are going to come back with at least 30 seconds to spare. And I think five singles at 300 from the blocks, you do one rep every six seconds. I think that's going to be doable for the best. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. And again, look at someone like Gee, who's super, super strong and really, really good overhead. And yeah, you, and he knows that, okay, this is my plan. If I don't have to do the second run, I can still win this workout on the jerks because I'm not going to do singles. I'm going to run hard on the first one. I'm going to go touch and go for 30 seconds if I can at 300. Then I'm going to take the entire second interval off, and mm -hmm. I'm going to try to do the exact same thing on the last one. It's a know. risk. It's a risk. But if they know that's an option, just like the people that know, I'm not going to attempt one jerk. I'm going to win the shuttle run, and I'm going to get last, and I'm still going to get more points than if I got 17th on both. Then well, they'll do it. it but I think – the double score keeps that from happening. I mean, we've already done the math. Like I said, 17th on both mm. gets you only two more points overall than if you win an event and get dead last on the other one, AKA don't even try to do the jerks. Hey, I think he's one of the athletes that might not finish the 800 meters. So why? So that's what I'm saying. If it's two more points, but at the same time, I don't, I, th I think potentially you could game it, but if you take last and you win, that's a huge gamble. Yeah. And for someone like mm -hmm. you, who's good enough to win it without taking the second interval off. Um, I don't think and you might not be, you may not even be able to take it off by the way. Yeah. They there might, might be, say, yeah. There yeah, might be some sort of hard. minimum. Yeah. Then, it may be help. like, Hey, if you don't finish all the runs, you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure Adrian's had someone on his team bring this up and it's, I'm sure it's going to be briefed that they're like, Hey, if you don't, if you don't finish the shuttle on every interval, you can't continue with the workout. Have we discussed uh Sprague not being on the demo team? Oh, uh, we have, we think that he is on the demo team. I think we saw footage of him uh, uh, running this morning. Okay. Got it. Got it. And Katrin is the fill in for, no, uh, I, I think I, well, so. What we heard yesterday was is that there was uh, that uh, uh, Lauren, Lauren, and Annie were at registration, and their eyes were so fucking red; they looked like they'd been crying for hours, mm. and that they couldn't even do their um, interview. To um, and so that their interview that they were supposed to do yesterday got pushed to today, and those and that we heard that Con Porter and Tola look like ghosts, and so it doesn't look good. It, it looks devastating. I like mean, these are no. Like they were just told they um, that their team is incomplete. I mean, I heard that Lauren Fisher can't even do a single muscle up because so, of something's wrong with her shoulder. Oh, and, oh damn! And they couldn't put Katrin in, and I heard that a shitload of teams showed up late for registration. So it sounded like there was some sort of um, scheduling snafu. But but either way, it sounds like it's devastating for the Re Reykjavik team. Like just emotionally, they've been just like, I mean, I mean fuck seven days a week for fucking 180 days or whatever they've been together those fuckers have been grinding and they came to showcase it and it sounds like the whole they, they're not gonna be able to do anything so 
Yeah, it sounds bad. I I, I I truly wish that it would be awesome and great hype if they put Katrin in. I think it would be like so awesome because it would really invig- it would it would invigorate the whole team competition. Plus, people would just like to see Katrin out on the floor. I think the community would fucking eat that shit up. Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be a win. And she's a member at their affiliate, so I, I'm who knows. Yeah, and Yami's her coach. And the CrossFit Games can do whatever the fuck they want, so maybe they will do it. Who knows? <laughs> right. Right. We'll see. So you guys discussed the capital already. No. Okay. No. Okay. Nope. Okay. So we know event number uh, uh, one and two A and two B. We have uh, about 10 minutes left. Let's go into the last workout that we uh, know. This one, I, I think as well, uh, there's a lot more than, than kind of initially when you read it. I think there's a lot more there. So uh, scroll up a little bit more. I want to just read the the top individual athletes and fans. See you at the blah, blah, blah. Okay. So this event is not on, uh, not at the venue. It appears to be at the Capitol and uh, which is a beautiful scene. Uh, It's going to be very interesting to see what the weather is there that day. That could play a huge role. And do we know which event is this on day one also? Or we don't know. It's the first workout on Friday. First workout on Friday. Okay. So, we could speculate that this is event number four. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Or five, because if there's four testing windows in the schedule right now. I think it's five. Uh, yeah. 20, 20 pig flips. It's going to be interesting to see where they do that and what the pigs look like, if they're the soft pigs or if they're those uh, the steel ones, um, because those will tear up wherever they are. Uh, women's weight 350 pounds, men weight 510 pounds, uh, then a 3.5 mile run, then a 200 meter a jerry bag carry, and the jerry bags for the men are 100 pounds each, and the women's bags are 70 pounds each. And then a 200 meter Husafel carry. It's a bag that's like shaped like a um, like a diamond almost. And uh, that's a 200 bag, and they'll be carrying it some stairs. And we had James Sprague on the show, and he said no human being who's participating in the games will be able to do that unbroken. So we are going to see some interesting shit where they have to set the bag down on the stairs. Uh, what is the heaviest pig we've ever seen in the CrossFit Games? This is the this is the standard pig weight. Okay, okay. So they might be using the ones that are all covered up, the fancy ones. They for sure will be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thoughts, uh, Jr. on this workout? I think there's a lot here. I think it's really well balanced. I think a lot of people look at it and just see the run, mm-hmm. but there are so many repercussions for pushing your capacity and running too hard when you get to those last 400 meters of grunt work. I mean, most guys probably have carried two 70 pound kettlebells for a 200, but doing hundreds after a three and a half mile run and then carrying the sandbag 200 meters. I think what James said last night is that it can be carried anyhow until they get to the stairs. And then it has to be carried in the bear hug position which is going to be crippling to watch people try to climb those stairs with it. Uh, just picking that off the ground is, is, is a nightmare, correct? Uh, no one, no one had tro- no, no one had any problems doing that when it debuted last year with the ski rope climb. Workout. Okay. This one is going to be very interesting to watch Jason Hopper do. I and think, I, know- I think this workout 
is going to destroy people. Like, I think they'll be feeling <laughs> like, like seriously, I think this workout, it being the first workout after the day off, they're going to be feeling this workout the rest of the weekend. And that's by design. Yeah. You have four, their forearms from the Jerry bag carry. They'll feel them the whole week. I think more their legs. Um, I think the pig flips into the three and a half mile run at speed and then finishing with the carry hamstrings and calves are probably going to be pretty bad off after this event. I, I, and I mean, I think it's going to be the trunk. I think the, I think the low back is going to take a beating on this. That's what James said. I mean, that's what James said last night too. And some have more robust midlines than others, but James said that his low back was just on fire by the time he got to the 200 pound back. Um, technique here is going to be really important too, because although it's more difficult to carry the, uh, Husa fell bag up higher, it's also easier, right? I mean, that's how you need to be moving with it. And we're going to see, like, I feel like we would see guys pick it up and carry it low and try to, and try to move around with it. And it would just fold them over. Jason in particular. I think that I mean, this is the Husafel bag is, is, is his kryptonite, right? Uh, I mean, no, 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 he's going to, he's going to, he's going to destroy the carry on that workout. Now that, that was just the, that was just the price he paid for, for coming out too hot on the ski and the rope climbs. It had nothing to do with the sandbag. Uh, There's not, I, th- go ahead, go ahead, Taylor. Well, I think that was, you know, not, it, you, you look at it, it was something similar when Fraser struggled so badly on those legless rope climbs on the soccer chipper. Um, and everyone's like, oh my gosh, he can't do a legless rope climb. But it was because he didn't know how to flip the pig. So I think you look at Jason's last year finish on that workout in the same way, where it wasn't necessarily he can't carry a 200-pound sandbag. I mean, he weighs 220 pounds. Um, it's more of just he went so hot on the ski and went a little bit too fast on the rope climbs. And that crippled him. I think on this workout, I don't foresee a lot of the smaller athletes um, performing in the top just because Jason's going to hammer this workout. Yeah. I think Jason will do very well in this workout. One, he's great on the pig. He'll do, you know, he's been running a lot. There are a lot of athletes that'll do really well in this workout. I could see Pat doing extremely well in this workout. He's got longer arms. You know, he's got amazing grip endurance. He's a good runner. Um, but I, again, I think this does end up coming down to the last 200 meter carry. Um, and that's interesting if the athletes can carry it however they want until they get to the stairs. I would imagine it's probably 160 meters, 170 meters to the stairs, and then maybe a 40 and 30 meter stair carry up. I'm not sure how long the capital stairs are, but there's no way they're 200 meters. Uh this does not look like, I, I apologize for changing the subject so quickly. Uh, this does not look like uh, anything I'm reporting. I said uh, I heard her shoulder was hurt. This does not look like her shoulder is hurt. And uh, thank you, Polly. Yeah, it looks all right there. And we did – somebody else commented too that uh, we just got it sent to us that Con had um, made a comment saying they got, they're all cleared. They're good to go. They're fired up. Wow. That's a bit of a – All right. Good. Good. Fuck. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. There okay, so maybe there. you can go overhead sometimes and have an issue with hanging from something overhead. So we'll see. Yeah. Maybe it's just someone died. And it's not a big deal at all. Athletes are good to go. <laughs> yeah, maybe, that would be ideal. Fuck it. Maybe it's just a family member died or something. <laughs> Deal with that after. Uh, uh, for the we we are uh, uh, playing the uh, Tyler Watkins uh, Fantasy Fitness League. Uh, Jr. Who who are you going to stick in for this? 
Mm, I'll go back and forth all the way up to it with Jason and Pat. I have both of them. But I could also see Cole doing well on this. Cole's a good runner too, so I've got all three of them. And he's good with the odd object. Mm -hmm. The thing is, too, I, I, you, if in in that in that last two hundred meters, you know, uh, Pat's gonna, he's gonna grind. There's no pussy in Pat. I had Baden Brown for the long event reason, and I'm a little, Mm. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed that both long events involve so much unconventional movement. You have the bike and then gymnastics, and then you have this, and I'm not sure Baden Brown's going to be a great plug-in for either, but I have Justin, so. I can't remember who I put in for this. What, what, what's the website again? LauncherLeadingMorty.com. Oh. Here it is. Taylor, with this long bike gymnastics and this long run workout, do you think we'll see another one in the 30-plus time domain, or is this it? What's your instinct? Mm. I I don't know that we see another long one. That is, I think these two events are uh, like the run, swim, run, or the potential for Murph that we've seen in the past. And so I don't think we're going to see another long one like this. Uh, I think the swimming that we see will be short. And that's cool because we haven't done a whole lot of that. Um, Typically, the swim is involved in the really long workouts. And I think a shorter swim leaves less room for athletes who aren't good at it. Um, Meaning if you don't have high capacity in a swim or at least a high degree of comfortability in the water, you're going to get exposed on a shorter workout swimming than you would per se a longer one with fins um, or a half mile swim sandwiched between two mile and a half runs. I might have the winner for this event. Car Saunders might fucking fuck this one up. This event? Well, there's three and a half miles of running. So don't forget that. Yeah. She can run. She can run with the best Tia. No, no, but she can run. She can run. Sorry for showing up late. I fucked up my uh, Pacific coast conversion. I feel like Uh, Amanda, Amanda Barnhart will probably do well at that one. Also. Have we seen, have we talked, is there a pool? Do we know what's going on? We believe there's a pool. No, we know there's a pool. They announced that every division, all divisions, will swim on Saturday. Other than that, though, yep. they didn't release anything. Okay. Um, getting some text messages and some big news coming down the pipe here very shortly. Do tell. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Very shortly, though, within 25 minutes. Uh, what am I looking at here? CEO news or workout news? Uh, uh politics, politicos, politicos, <laughs> politicos. So you've heard something too, huh? No. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> uh, say, say that again, Taylor. What have you heard, Savon? I, I, I want to tell you, but I, but I already misreported Lauren Fisher and I've used up all the, uh, misinformation. <laughs> well, according to, according to a morning chalk up reporter, Katrin was almost subbed in because the team was concerned about Lauren's high end gymnastics and how that would affect her shoulder. And they decided not to sub in Katrin because they'd rather have in quotes, a 70% Lauren Fisher, who's been training with the team all year than a hundred percent Katrin who's trained with the team for five days. They feel that across 11 to 14 events, Lauren would be a better play in terms of just team dynamic. 
I think we okay. need to pull up Twitter. Mike uh, Halpin is saying team events are posted on Twitter. So, so do you think so? So, uh, meaning they've been leaked on Twitter? No, they're posted. They're on the game site as well, too. Oh, yeah. um. So, um. So, do you think that crying yesterday wasn't the fact that they were, um, that Lauren was injured? It was the fact that they had had to have a tough talk. It was probably the discussion of whether or not they're going to plug Katrin in and Lauren is, you know, you go, you go to worst case scenario oftentimes as an athlete. I would say a lot of times as an athlete, as soon as something, you know, not minor, but, but a bump in the road comes up, you just want to dive off the deep end and be like, fuck, that's everything I've done for the past year, just down the toilet. Dude, I don't know how you would have, how, how you would have that talk with Lauren, Lauren after she's put in, you know. Uh six months of grind and be like, Hey, because of the rumors started on the seven podcast about <laughs> gymnastics, you're out and Catherine's in. <laughs> I don't bad. think, uh, do you think there are people in the comments talking about Catherine being subbed in at a later point? I don't think that the games would allow her to do that. If Lauren dropped out, they wouldn't allow an athlete to just step in halfway through the event. That's like, well, there's a little bit more to that. So I, I was told that she was the alternate for the team heading into strength and depth. However, I couldn't find anything in the rule book stating that you cannot take someone's place in the next stage, even if you did not qualify for individual yourself, that there's nothing in there that explicitly says that you can't. Hey, so, if they're going to allow subs, then everyone should be subbing at the fucking at day two, I say. right? I mean, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. not going to allow that. Yeah, there's that no way. way. <clears throat> oh man, uh, 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 Julian Garcia. Uh, at what point did Lauren fear for her spot as soon as Catherine missed the last chance qualifier? Brutal. I don't. <laughs> think, I don't think that was the case. I think they're sold in Lauren. And then how about this? Lauren's been the weak link, so oh well, damn. Susan, can you pull Ooh. up those workouts again? Ooh. Again, I disagree. I don't think Lauren's the weak link. She has way more games experience <laughs> than Tola. And I'm not saying he's the weak link either. I just think people look at it and you don't see the big name and you just want to immediately think, oh, that's the weak link. But when you're on a team, it's it's so different from individual. So I think, again, I think 100% Katrin is probably not as good as a 70% Lauren who's been training with them all year. Uh, do we know about the, this this team? Thank, thank you, Taylor. Do we know about this um this team? This one mile bike ride is that? Oh, so just one. So it's not a relay. It's one male, one female. You just oh, maybe it is. It's three rounds. Maybe they'll change who's on the bike every time. I wonder if you have to change. So it's three rounds for the team. Uh, one mile per round on the bike. I wonder if you have to switch. I yeah, bet. I bet it's gonna be. I bet it's gonna be. Male one, female one, bike, while male two, female two, push the bob. When they come back, no, I think it's they I think switch, it's and then they all. I mean, it would make sense that when they came back, they would switch. And then yeah, the other so, two would go bike, and then they would all four do toast bar. All four do synchro toast bar. They've done that before, but it doesn't mm-hmm. look like they're doing that. I think what it'll be is a one mile bike while male to male female completes the push and the synchro toes to bar. And as soon as the bike is back, they, they basically interchange equipment. Right. So, oh, okay. It even says there, then switch. Sorry. Yeah. Then switch after toes to bar push. <clears throat> so, so each, yeah. So everyone, 
everyone rides three miles or so everyone does three loops everyone does three bobs everyone does 90 toast bar in 2015 lauren bumped someone from invictus when she didn't make individual christine why there's a lot of that goes on in the team division uh adriana wegman call says that the two-time champ catcher and always falls apart <laughs> lauren is the best Dude, the comments are fucking ruthless Sad. yeah they're they're brutal sometimes these are like these fat people sit on their couch with like a leg propped up like eating cheetos and they're like wow they always fall apart <laughs> easy pump the brakes uh, Not a fat sorry i don't know who you are what what do we what do we know uh what do we know what what do we know comes uh, next? Do we do we know anything else? So 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 we're pretty we're pretty filled in. It's a lot of good information. But do we know anything? What's the thing about the swimming pool? Do we know? Is there no swimming this year? There is swimming. It's going to be in a pool. Everyone's swimming in the pool on Saturday. All the divisions. We just don't know in what way. Okay. We okay. And uh, Saturday would be the third day of the games for the individuals. And do we know where the pool is? University of Wisconsin. Okay. It's their collegiate pool. It would be a nice twist if they swam on a meter length or course. Um, Olympic pools are set up 25 yard one direction, 50 meter the other direction. I bet they will. I that hope would they be do. cool. Yeah, that would be cool. It would eliminate kind of the flip turn being a huge factor potentially. I have red hose. Uh, a five a five percent catchin is better than a one hundred percent of this peanut gallery. Chill says the hoe. Right. I have red shoes. Hey, you read it how you want. You read it how you want. I see hose, you see shoes. It's just red bottoms. I just found out what red bottoms were like a week ago. I don't know what red bottoms are. I know what red wings are, but I don't know what red bottoms are. I bet JR does. Red bottoms? Yeah, I do. I'll look that up. I'll look that up (laughs) after. I picked up and looked at the bottom. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, that's enough. Oh, uh, so that's yeah. I mean, I so far the workouts are awesome. I love them. In three minutes, we will have Amanda Barnhart on the show. Uh, I'm excited. It's the first time I've ever talked to her. I've admired her from afar for years. Uh, Taylor hired his self-made program athletes to troll this section. <laughs> he gave him the day off so they could troll. Yeah, I was shopping for heels, Philly B. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Any any uh, any 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 predictions uh, after day? Um, how, how's the champ going to do? How's Justin Medeiros going to do on these? I think he does pretty well on all of them. He's really good at overhead and running. He's fantastic at uh, you know he did really well on the pig muscle up workout last year, and uh, he's strong. So I don't see him doing poorly on the the heavy carries. Um, I don't see him. I don't see him placing outside of the top seven or six on any of these events. So you don't see anything where like, oh shit, Justin's not going to win the games this year. This no, one's not fucked. at all. These okay. the, these first four workouts. I mean, he's got the potential to to win all of them. Awesome, uh, uh, Souza. Have you um, have you sent uh, Miss Barnhart a link? I I did. Yeah, about ten minutes ago. Jr. Any final thoughts on the on these workouts? No, I think they're all awesome. The ones that have been released all look really good. I'm really interested to see now. Um, one thing me and Taylor talked about was, so we see this 300 and 200 pound barbell for reps. It, is this the heavy barbell that we get? 
do we do we get a platform lift? Do we get an odd object for a strength test on Saturday night that's going to eliminate some athletes? I mean, they they released the video saying big lifts on Saturday, but again, we we just assume that it's a barbell test. Is it going to be for? Is it going to be like a like a Linda type workout? Is it going to be is it oh. going to be something else heavy, but it's not going to be like a max lift? Is that something that we're still going to get? Because that- I like I liked your um your guest before on the show. Basically, pedestal stones and pedestals. I don't think it's either or. If you look at last year, and you had the clean ladder with a heavy bar. You had the deadlift handstand pushup with a heavy bar, and then you had the one rep max snatch. So you had three events with a super heavy barbell. I don't think it's either or this year. There's still enough events for them to have two strongman heavy workouts and a couple of barbell heavy workouts. Is the capital is the capital a heavy workout? I don't think the capital is considered a heavy workout. No. I'm missing most of the games footage this year because of my stupid wedding. <laughs> Tom O'Gorman. This guy can be, this guy could be such an asshole to me in my in my DM sometimes, but now I get it. He's even an asshole to himself. You're a beast. <laughs> that's that's equity. I mean equality. I mean equity. I mean himself. equality. Yeah, you chose himself. That you're a beast. Oh, I'm joking, by the way. Go get nah, it. Nah, too, you're not joking. You're not joking. You're not joking. You're 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 a son of a bitch. I, I know you. AirPod in, man. <laughs> he only yeah. said that what you brought up his comment that he's like, oh shit. <laughs> when the when the guy's reading you your vows, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Jr., do you have to go uh, now? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Taylor, do you have to go now? Do, no, do you want? Would you like to stay on with uh, Miss Barnhart? You don't have to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, fantastic. Uh, Jr. Thank you. Um, we ha- I, we have uh, a rough schedule already up on our YouTube station. If you look, uh, Will Brandstetter was uh, nice enough to make these beautiful thumbnails and to get everything lined up. It's it's uh it's going to be a busy week, people. Um, I'm sure we will be back on later on today after Amanda Barnhart. I don't know uh, in what capacity. We do have some people on the ground already in Madison who will be walking around with cell phones. Hopefully, we can do a show and just fuck around and just look around. Uh, and so and so that's where we're at. Um, she should be on here. She should be on here now, right? Yeah. Susan? Okay. Yeah. Did she respond? We don't have her phone number, right? There's these, there's certain guests. We don't get their phone numbers. Why is that? Yeah. They, they just like don't that. want to give them to us. I don't they like what? that distance. Uh, say that again. Say that again, uh, Taylor. No, I was just saying they don't give their uh, phone number away. No. Yeah, let's fuck around and look around, Susan. Is she there? Is Elise Carr-Ridow there by any chance? Susan, is she there? What? Is she there at the event? Oh, I, All right, guys, guys got to go. Kid's crying. Okay, right. bye. Yeah, Thank bye. you. I don't know. Elise, are you here? Oh, I thought uh, Caleb was Amanda. <laughs> because you're creepy. Oh. You were. Oh, thanks, George. Oh, uh, no, she's not here. No, I freaking wish. We've got a we've got a Rottweiler at the gym, and we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to put this thing on a diet. Look at this dog back here. Just like, can you see him? Samson, come here. They don't want you calling them. <laughs> Fair like enough. I have time. Him. I want to tell you of the 500 guests we've had on. I don't think I've called a single one just on on a just for the note. But 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 you're right, Miss Hill. That uh, definitely. Um, so if they don't give me their phone number, even if I wanted to call them or pocket dial them, I, I could not. I'm creepy, and they don't want me calling. Them. Okay. <laughs> Check. 
<laughs> yeah, athletes have to start the conversation with you. I started it with you. You did? Yeah. You're a good dude. I get to keep my job. She's here. <laughs> you Amanda, guys- what's up, girl? Did you think I wasn't coming? Hi. <laughs> We no, never just, know. We <laughs> never know. It's a toss-up. We Honestly, never know. I was just having technical difficulties. I'm on my mom's iPad, and I was for some reason Chrome wasn't working, so we had to figure it out. But we're good. I'm here. Uh, Taylor um, came 40 minutes late, so you st- he 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 took the brunt. <laughs> he you already look great. You still look great. Thanks. <laughs> he took, I was like took, one minute late. I was like, oh no. <laughs> he 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 took one uh, for the team. Uh, sorry, Caleb, that was me who did that. I, so I could see, uh, Miss Barnhart better. Hey, great to finally meet you. Nice to meet you too. I've been a fan for a while, Simone, so I'm excited uh, you finally had me on. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, you are, um, something special. Uh, uh, Brian Friend was telling us yesterday on the, um, show where he was picking, uh, doing the rankings or who, how he thinks people are going to, um, do at the games this year. He said in live competitions at the CrossFit games, which crowned the fittest man and woman in the world, undisputed. You've won an event every year, which is crazy because uh, we know Miss Tia is there. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I take pride in those times I've beat Tia. I think I've beat her at the games, um, Wadapalooza and Rogue. So I've beat her a few times. I'm like, yes, at least I'm someone who can beat her in some workouts. Like when I saw some of the workouts at Tori and pro this year, I was like, mm, I would have given her a run for her money. in some of those, like it's cool to be able to compete with her in anything. Cause she's just so amazing. Yeah. If, if you can't beat her at one event, then you, then you can't, then, I mean, you have to be able to beat her at least at one event to be able to just beat her in the totality of it. So like, it, I mean, some people, there's no fucking glimmer of hope. True. That's very true. And so you, you've, you've, you have three event wins at the CrossFit games in three different years. Yeah, each year except for um, 2020, but it was online, so tough yeah. for in, in the gym by yourself doing workouts. Harder to win one. Yeah, do you not like the uh, online? No, I'm not a fan. I mean, I think being in the sport for as many years as I have, I've been forced to mentally get better at it. But I don't know. There's just like a flip that switches in me when I'm on the competition floor, and I have a really hard time going there by myself in the gym when people do so good in the open i'm like how do they do that um it's just hard for me Uh, how old are you amanda i just turned 31 so i'm on the old side um when you walk out onto the um floor uh tell me about that experience um not just how exciting it is but do you feel comfortable oh gosh yeah so comfortable it's like you're nervous, but you're also at peace because it's just like, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to be doing. The crowd, um, you know, like when you feel the crowd around you, you're just like, oh, this is so cool. So it is a surreal feeling. It's kind of hard to put into words, honestly. Um, tell me about um, when you learned how to ride a bike. You, do you remember that? I feel like everyone <laughs> remembers that. No, honestly, don't. You don't. I was hoping you weren't going to ask me about this. (laughs) Uh, You don't remember like your mom or your dad or running behind you? No. Holding the seat? No, you don't. No, I don't. Um, I did learn how to ride a bike, but I did not bike a ton as a child. Uh, It was not one of my hobbies. Oh, so you you didn't you weren't the kid who rode their bike to school every day. You you weren't on a bike every day of your life. No, I I was the kid that ran to school because I wanted to get exercise in that way. I had my book bag on and I literally ran like a mile and a half to school because I thought it was cool. <laughs> no shit. You know, t- that Tanya Wagner has that. <laughs> my mom said that I wanted to be a walker. Like I wanted to be those kids that walk to school, but yeah. we 
basically lived like further than the walkers would live. And so she didn't want me to go by myself because I was pretty young. So she would follow me in the van and I wanted to get, a, I wanted to get away from her. So I would run. <laughs> she followed you in the van. She's lucky. She didn't get arrested. <laughs> like a van with no Trolling. windows. Uh, ma'am, stop like, following the little I'm girl. Sure he said someone was like, honey, are you okay? And my mom's like, I'm her mom. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, that's good. What state was that? Ohio. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, how, how old were you when you did that? Because I, I was a different kind of kid. I was the kind of kid, like, not only did I not want to walk to school, but I had to walk to school, but like, I would probably throw my book bag in the bushes. <laughs> no, but, I was but, like a super nerd. I, I loved school, so I would never get rid of my book bag. <laughs> and you were down and you were down. You knew somehow that that made you stronger to carry that. And run oh yeah. She was like, I can take your book bag. I was like, Oh no, I'm taking my book bag. I got this. <laughs> How old were you when you were like that? Um, I don't know, honestly. I mean, it was definitely in elementary school, like way before um, grade, like seventh grade or anything like that. I was young, young enough that my mom was worried about me going by myself. <laughs> yeah, crazy. First, grade. and then, and then, and then, who taught you how to swim? Um, my mom put my sister and I in swim lessons when we were like babies. Like she had like the mommy and me classes where we were in the water with her, super, super young. And then I think we were on the swim team when we were five years old. Like we were. So you don't even remember learning how to swim. Like swimming and biking are just in your memory. They were like, you don't remember learning how to walk. It's just shit you do. Yeah. Like, I mean, I started gymnastics and ballet when I was like three or four years old, started swimming when I was super young. So like, I, it's just like all I did. I don't remember um, those memories until I was like older, but I've been doing them for several years at that point. Are, Are you, um, are you competing to um, make your parents happy somewhere inside of you? Are, are you? Are you? Um, is that? Is that why you do it to make your mom and dad proud? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, they're proud of me no matter what I'm doing. They're um, so no, not true, proud. not true. If you were doing heroin <laughs> uh, in the subway in Brooklyn, uh, they would not be proud of you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. So I'm a good girl. I would not. Are, you, you are a good girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> and have you always been a good girl? Yeah, I never like I was like terrified to get in trouble growing up and rule follower to a T. Um, what what is the um uh and, and are you you're an honest person? Yeah, for sure. What do you have any thoughts on that on the importance of honesty? Has it made your life easier or harder? Um, I don't know. I just think that like for me, it's like sometimes I'm too honest. I'm like blunt and just say whatever I'm thinking. Um, my family always teases me. They're like, you're being you know, honest Amanda, brutally honest, but I feel like it's better to be brutally honest and vulnerable, you know, what you really mean as opposed to lying to someone who never does anyone any good. Right. I think it's the cornerstone of like integrity. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're not honest, I, I used to not have that. I was nice, but I had no integrity. I was so nice. Mm. I think everyone can be like that sometimes, you know, like for the difference between being nice and kind. Like nice is kind of superficial and kind is like genuine who you are. Like there's a, there's a fine line between the two, but it's more important to be kind than nice. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that's good. And um, honesty doesn't mean that um, um, you say everything you're thinking. That's a fucking uh, blabbermouth, reckless, insane person. Right. Just because you think someone's ugly, you don't go up to them and be like, hey, you're ugly and be like, well, I'm just being honest. That's not <laughs> honest. That's not that's first. That's um, just you fucking not having control of your fucking tongue. 
Yeah, yeah, that's you being mean. <laughs> yeah, and that's you probably projecting your own fucking ugliness onto them. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I try not to do stuff like that. <laughs> um, what about when's the last time um, you let someone be at the grocery store? Um, and I'm judging you heavily for this. Careful. Uh, when's the last time you let someone at the grocery store who is behind you when they had like uh, one item and you had a shopping cart go in front of you? Mm. Honestly, I that was probably my husband who like initiated that. Like he's got that good, good guy. In okay. I'll give you some points for that. I guess you, you like, chose a guy who does <laughs> that. Yeah. Let this person go. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> like we I'm, got here first. <laughs> I'm super impatient and he's very patient. So he was probably like, let the lady go. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, the man with a gun in his avatar penumbra syndicate for nine ninety nine. Uh, for nine dollars, you can talk all the shit you want to Amanda on my show. By the way, I got a bone to pick with Miss Barnhart. I'm a CrossFit coach and former competitive athlete in the Army. Your YouTube videos on training really helped me in the mental consistency and intention work. Make more videos. Oh, that's not a bone. Yeah. You have a bone to you have a bone to throw, Amanda. To not pick, throw. <laughs> It's been a minute. I haven't made a YouTube video in like a year. Um, once I moved to Boston, it just got hard. But the goal is to get back to making the YouTube videos eventually. You live um, in Boston? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. I moved to Boston to be with Comtrain uh, about a year and a half ago. Well, I approve of that. I'm, I'm a huge Ben Bergeron fan. But, uh, but there is a uh, – wow. Wow. You're going to need serious therapy. Uh I used to work oh in a gosh. home for developmentally uh, disabled adults. You were you live in a town with uh, developmentally disabled adults, mentally disabled adults. That's incredible. <laughs> it wow. is different. It is different than Ohio. <laughs> I will say that. Um, luckily, I don't really get out much because I'm there for training. So it's like. I hope you have a shirt that. I hope you just put on your shirt every morning and it just says, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Apologizing you, you need, to people. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to work so hard and be so great. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, the, the the biggest thing that bothers me is just like if you're from the Midwest, like Ohio, like I am, like people are friendly. And yeah. when you go to the grocery store in Boston, like I get so mad that people just like they'll like elbow you to get around you and not say anything. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you just elbowed me and walked right by. Like I didn't exist. And I'm like, don't get mad, don't get mad. It's fine. It's just like a different culture. But in Ohio, people are so nice. They're like, oh, excuse me, I'm gonna squeeze by, and then like say, how are you? Like people are very, very friendly. It's not like that there. Um, they're nice. They're nice in Boston. If like you need help and you talk, you reach out to someone, they'll be helpful. But the the passing on the streets type friendliness in the grocery store is very strange. Yeah, um, it, it, that's. Uh the difference between Northern California and Southern California too. I think a part of the thing is, is that they're around so many people all the time. Mm -hmm. They just kind of like, you know, oh, yeah, it's like New York city. Ever been there? Look like, away. Get, like pushed around. It's frustrating. It's like, um, so were your parents, um, uh, they, they really pushed you to stay moving all the time. Um, I think they just, my mom always said like she wanted to put us in everything and then just see what we liked. And I think we liked, I liked the versatility. Like I, I wanted to stick to gymnastics when I was pretty young. Like, oh, this is my favorite sport. I think I'm going to go to the Olympics. Like, you know, every kid says that. And then by the time I hit teenager, I like realized that I wanted to like play sports and not just like be in a gymnastics gym four hours a day, you know, 20 hours a week. Um, but yeah, they were, they were cool with whatever. Like my sister took the, the dance route. Like she loved ballet and dance and she kind of put everything into that. I was more gymnastics until I 
found volleyball and went back to swimming and just kind of like, I don't know, I just wanted to do as much as possible. I never really felt like I wanted to just do one sport and only do that. Um, I just enjoyed the versatility throughout the year. Um, swimming, there's a, there's kind of a little bit of a mental disorder component, right? You're just face down, stare at the black line hours a day. You just grind, right? Yeah. It's got like that runners, same with like long distance runners. There's like a, Hey, you okay? Yeah. It's like all swimmers are a little bit crazy and weird, I think. And, um, it's just, it's not a fun sport. Like no one does swimming because it's fun. It's just like you do it because you got into the sport, you fell in love with it, but like you ask swimmers if they love going and swimming every day, they absolutely hate it. Um, and even now, like you asked me to go to the pool, I go there and I like stand there. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to get in. Like, it's just, it's mentally hard for me to want to get in and swim now. I mean, it was hard back then, but it's really hard now. As opposed sport. to volleyball, you get to wear a cool, you get bathing suit. You got other girls out there with you. You can play at the beach. You can play anywhere. It's cool. It, it, it's oh, yeah. a, um, you get to beat up on other teams with your team. Yeah, volleyball was by far my favorite sport I ever played. I thought I was going to play in college, honestly, but um, I played a lot of club volleyball. I played high school volleyball, and I just had like a million different coaches over the years, and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. It's very political from, at times, like whether you get to play or not, and I didn't want to go to college for four years and sit the bench, so I chose the sport that allowed me to play the game no matter what. Um, it paid off, though. I'm happy I swam, but I do miss volleyball. Uh, Dominic Zuf- Z- Z- Dominic, uh, Sevan is sorry for everyone living outside of his property. That, that yeah. true, tr- true. Yeah, you guys <laughs> saw the drone shot. That thing's awesome. Uh, when, 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 I mean, um, how old were you when you got a cell phone? Uh, seventh grade. How old are you in seventh grade? No know. shit. Is that young or old? That's that's for someone who's like cool like you. That's that's young. I, I was my would predict that you didn't get a cell phone until you're 15 if you're cool. Like all the cool kids I know, they, the later you get the cell phone, the cooler you turn out. Oh man, yeah. But but, but <laughs> you turned out cool. Um, it, what kind of cell phone did you get in the seventh grade? Oh, it was just like one of those flip phones. Didn't have a uh, camera or anything. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. No camera, so you weren't sending no nudes camera. to anyone. You, no. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. All right, I approve. You got T nine T nine texting. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's when it went on the internet, and you freaked out and tried to turn it off before it connected. <laughs> wait, wait. What do you mean? What's T nine texting? Like every key has three letters, and you got to push yeah. it. Oh yeah, that yeah. shit's awesome. <laughs> oh, good parents. You had good parents. Can you imagine doing that now? How weird that would feel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and when and when did you get your first smartphone? Do you remember? Um, no, probably college because I don't think it was in high school. I think high school I had. You know, I went from like the flip phone to the razor to like the slide up phone where you text it across that way. Yeah. And you know, the first iPhone probably wasn't until college. I'm guessing. Um, I, I, uh, check out Dave Castro's post to see the new CEO of CrossFit. Do you mind if we take a, a moment, Amanda? No, let's check it out. I okay. Yeah. Hear. Let's check, let's check it out. Let's check it out. I got it here. On, I did have a I did have a rotary phone. I did see you posted something. I just didn't listen to oh, it. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear. What's going on here? Don Fowl. Okay, so CrossFit Fowl. just announced a new CEO, uh, Don Fall. He's from the Bay Area. He's worked in a number of tech companies, but more importantly, at least in my eyes, he is a former Marine. He's a Naval Academy graduate, and specifically during his time in the Marines, he served 
in Force Reconnaissance. Force Reconnaissance is a special warfare um, organization similar to SEALs, not exactly like SEALs. Um, we have different mission sets, essentially, but it's from the special operations community. And it's a group of people that um, we really respect and we... We being um, SEALs and, and other special forces type, special operations type, we really respect and hold in a, in a high regard. The, uh, I have an interesting story. I've worked with a number of Force Recon people throughout my 12 years in the Navy. But the most significant story I have uh, from that community is when I went to BUDS, I was 18, 19 years old. And my roommate at the time was a transfer from the Marines to the Navy and he was trying to go through buds also. And he was 32 years old and he was from force recon. So he was a special operations guy already going through the training to become a seal. So here you had this 18, 19 year old kid who knew nothing about life room, uh, roomed up with the 32 year old veteran of the special operations community. And so uh, I learned a lot from him. He mentioned all right, me all right. All right. Good. Uh, so me a lot about, this is uh, hmm. uh, my gut instinct is this is not the time to announce a new CEO. Uh, they, they, I think they should have waited uh, one more week. Uh, that's my just my gut before I go hard at CrossFit for that. That is crazy to announce it at, during the CrossFit Games. Uh, that that is not something you want to do to Justin Berg, Adrian Bosman, or anyone in the leadership at the CrossFit Games. That is a bad. That's that's bad. Um, Wait, was that just Dave making that announcement himself? I'm sure it's somewhere else. I'm yeah. I'm sure some. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and my other gut reaction is, (laughs) holy shit! They went from, they went from, uh, woke fit with Rosa, like, um, to a fucking guy who's a fucking uh, Navy recon. That means that the board has flipped their complete script and their shit. They've they've completely gone uh, the other way. Does yeah. that does that I, I almost could take a different take on them announcing right now in, okay. fact, in, in the terms Please. of them having so many eyes on at the right. Moment, right. And then feeling like this is a good move. And then also Dave posting like a PR back. move, like the woke shit was so bad that they want to be like, look, we got a mill guy back up. When, when the, <laughs> almost when we got the, a guy who's okay with the American flag. When the most yeah, when the most eyes are on them and you have Dave back and the guy I could potentially be a good move announcing right now in terms of people being like, damn, we have hope. Um, uh, Amanda, when you train for the games, um, uh, this year and you know, Adrian Bosman is going to, um, uh, program them. Does that affect your training at all? I know that Ben has been notorious and, uh, and, and uh, I mean, I, I don't know if he prided himself in it, but a lot of people looked up to him for predicting, um, games events that he was like one of the best in the business, uh, around that. Um, honestly, we didn't do too much of that this year. I mean, we just uh-huh. trained pretty normally there wasn't anything like oh we think boss is going to do this um yeah i didn't think too far into it okay and and when you um th- there's people who you know uh you moved to boston to be under his eye so basically mm-hmm. you would go into the gym and you see you would ben's the kind of coach that you see every single day mm-hmm. yeah in that in that as opposed to we had rich on the other day and he said that when people come there to train he might not even necessarily even talk to them about like he's not that kind of coach it's like hey here's the programming if you have a question come ask me it's not like that with ben no it's definitely not like that i mean there's times of season where he's with me more than 
like the off season, he checks in with me. He may watch something, and then some days I may not see him at all during the off season. But then as the season goes on and we're in games training, he's with me every single day, making sure you know I have what I need, coach me when I need it, standing back when I don't. Um, it's nice. It's nice to have someone there who's looking out for you and making sure you're doing everything you can. Do you ever be working out? Do you ever do you ever um, work out? And a month goes by or two months go by and you're like, fuck, I am, I have not, I'm not doing this right. I'm, I'm, I'm only giving 97 fucking percent. And I I have no, okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think that like, we're always going to be like, did I do enough today? You kind of like look back at the day, but, um, I feel like as long as you're giving everything you can into each thing you're doing and not overthinking it, I think I used to overthink it more. Like, cause I used to hear like the top athletes be like, I know I did everything I possibly could. And I'm like, well, how do you know? Like, how do you know you did absolutely everything? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, that used to bother me. Cause I'm such a like perfectionist type person. I'm like, but did you really? But now I realize that I was just overthinking it. Like it's not that it's, it's serious, but it's not like you just, you work hard every day. You put intention into each piece you're doing, take your recovery and the rest of your life seriously. And you are doing everything you can. It's not it's not brain science like it's kind of like the, let, let me give one more example um the, those the assault bike and the echo bike mm-hmm. and and matt fraser says that matt fraser said that he would sell his soul every morning like i would not do that like i cannot do that i get on the, i cannot do that more than once a year or once every three years um, <laughs> do, do you know like do you ever I know what you mean. What, I think- say that again I know what you mean. I think that I'm just like, like, what? I'm so terrified of it. I'm just like, I I don't think I am. I can tell you I gave it my all. But then like the other day I did 80 calories in five minutes. That was supposed to be me giving it my all. Mm -hmm. But even at the, and at the end I was hurt. But even at the end I was like, ah, I still didn't. I I think it's like how you start the workout, like how your mind is starting the workout. Like you got to be prepared. Like if I go into a workout, like not, we always say like you weren't braced for how bad it's going to hurt. Like if you're braced for how bad it's going to hurt, you're going to be willing to go there. But if you're not, you're not going to go there or it's going to hit you so soon. You're going to freak out because you weren't ready for it. And then you're going to back off. But if you're prepared for it, like then you're fine. You're accepting that it's going to hurt that bad. And it's just another day of training, I guess. (laughs) So I have two questions for you. Um, How do you prepare for it? And if you don't go there, do you not get the adaptation? Because lately I've done like three workouts with a camera on me and I've been pushing way harder than I ever fucking would. And, um, and I feel like I'm getting, again, I'm at 50, I'm getting dramatic adaptation just from like three or four workouts. It's nuts. Yeah, I believe that. I think that if you just, number one, tell yourself it's going to hurt at this point, it's going to hurt right away, whatever, like whatever the type of workout is, if you're ready for that, you're going to be fine. And then don't let yourself give up when you're at that point. And I would say, what do you say? What do you say? uh, This is when it sucks. Like, don't give up. Like, this is when don't give up. Yeah. um, You know, and how about any vulgarity? Don't be, don't be a bitch, Amanda. Don't be a fucking sissy. No, it's just pain. I'm like, it's literally just Just pain. pain. Like you're not going to more wisdom. You're a wise person. You're not abusive to yourself. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not mean to myself. I'm just, but I'm also a realist. So I'm not like lying to myself. Like, Oh, this is fun. You got this. Like, I'm just like, it's pain. You're not going to die. Keep going. Um, cause it all honestly doesn't usually hurt less when you rest. Like it still hurts. So you might as well keep going hard. Yeah. It just creeps in kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah. And, and then, and then, and then, and then what about the adaptation part? Do you feel like if you don't give it your all, you kind of even wasted the training time? Um, I think it depends on the workout. Like if you're working on something specific, like a skill or, you know, you're trying something new, like, or trying to go unbroken on something that you wouldn't typically go unbroken in, like then your, your stimulus is a little different. It's not about blasting into the floor. Like maybe I'm trying to do a unbroken set of muscle ups or something and I had to rest more. So I got a training Mm. adaptation that was different, not necessarily, um, super fitness, just skill or some like stamina related. Um, when when you're in the um in uh uh some bougie uh the depart- um grocery store like they have in um Boston and people <laughs> yeah hopefully and, pe- and 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 someone uh bumps into you or something what could you possibly what what are you wearing you must be bundled up no one would ever fucking do that if you were dressed no, the way I'm you like are right this. now I'm like, really yeah that's what i was do people stare at you are you a yeah. bit of a yeah 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 <laughs> the first time i walked through the airport with like some of the guys that I used to work out with they're like do you feel everyone staring at you i'm like yeah i just ignore it <laughs> like yes i feel people staring at me <laughs> i know yeah yeah, um, it's actually Boston people don't say stuff to me quite as much. They do, but in Ohio, it's like, oh my god, they're like touching your arms, and they say that they, <laughs> they used to look like me. I'm like, ah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor used to look like you before he got flattened by the pig. Oh my god, I was, I was mad when someone said that to me one time. She's like, I used to look just like you. I'm like, <laughs> how about oh, how about my wife? How about my wife goes to the doctor the other day? She's buck naked. Some lady's checking out her cervix. She's getting cervical exam. And the lady goes, do you work out? <laughs> and my wife's like, my wife's like yoked and skinny and just all fucking. Very clearly works like, out. Yeah, it's crazy. She was probably just looking at her arms, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it was not. I'm like, but, but they said it like, no, it was like in the questionnaire. Like, if I saw my wife, I'd be like, so what do you do to train? Not do you work? Not, oh, it wasn't. I see how you took it. It's not do you work out? Like, um, do you work out? Wow, you look good. Do you work out? It's like, hey, do you work? It's like they're not even paying attention. Like they I don't think, even see. I you. think they don't know what to yeah. say. Like, obviously, I work out, but I get that's the first question yeah. people ask. Do you work out, or are you a bodybuilder? If I saw you, I'd be like, if I saw you, I'd be like, do you ever not work out? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like, see, I know I I've I feel like um I've been like fit shamed at like a pool before where they're like you fit work out. shamed. You haven't heard of fit shame? No. I've heard that. It's crazy. <laughs> it's keep like going, keep going. people who are out of shape who like say something to you that's kind of like demeaning. Like, um, I, I feel like, why don't you go work out some more or something like that? Or like one time. Dude, there's like, people who food shame like that too. I had a, bo- I had a, I had a boyfriend who had a girlfriend who um, they would go out and she, he would order a salad and she would be like, you make me feel so bad because you eat so healthy. Yeah. I I mean, I'd be well, like, what the fuck? It's a real thing. I feel like they feel insecure that they're out of shape and, you know, not working out and want to make you feel bad for working out so much or being healthy or whatever. But it's like, for some reason, that's not as frowned upon, but like you would never say something to someone who's overweight and not working out or making a bad food choice at the grocery store. I wouldn't be like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that, but they're going to tell me I work out too much. Do, do you ever at the CrossFit Games walk so close to the other girls, um, uncomfortably close to them so that they know, like, like I am Amanda Barnhart. Like, I am a different uh, – like, if I, ha- if I was you, I would do that. Like, I would uh-huh. walk so – like, if Tia was just standing there, like, stretching or something, I would walk so close to her that she could feel my body heat. 
I don't think I don't think Tia's scared of me, but she'd probably be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Either way, I'd do it. Just for, just for. Do you ever do that? Do you ever use your your presence to try to intimidate the other girls or let them know I am here? Um, not in competition. No, I don't think like on purpose. Like if I'm intimidating, it's not because I try to be. I feel like um, the only time I would maybe try to be intimidating is like if I'm in the gym and I don't want someone to bother me. I'm like, you know, got my don't talk to me face on, and you just try right. to be. Um, yeah, sometimes I have to do that, but. In competition, I feel like it just naturally happens. And if people are intimidated, then that's on them, not me. Points. Um, uh, how, how many years ago did you start CrossFit? Um, so when I was swimming in college, I started doing it over the summer because we were like supposed to do a lifting program over the summer. But it was pretty boring. So I was convinced my sister to go to CrossFit gym with me just to stay in shape. And I loved it. So I think that was either my sophomore or junior year of college in the summer. So I just did it the whole summer. I'd do like CrossFit in the morning and then I would go to swim practice and then I would go lifeguard all day. And I So you were that. probably like 20, 19. Yeah. Yeah. Probably around there. And then I would go back to school in the fall and I wouldn't do CrossFit all year. And then the gym I went to would message me like in February and be like, Hey, we need you to sign up for this CrossFit open. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Like, why well, do I have to sign up for this? They wanted me to like submit scores. So if they made regionals or something, I could be an alternate, which is what ended up happening the one year I was, um, I was like, I didn't do any of the open workouts. I literally submitted one score, like a one rep, sorry. Like I didn't do the workouts. <laughs> and then, so that's why my very first, if you like look at my stats, my very first open years, like in the high thousands of places, um, it was just because I submitted one rep per open workout so I could be eligible for the team in case they made regionals. They ended up making it um, but I couldn't do a muscle up. Like I was useless. I was just strong. Um, and I was like, don't put me on the team. Like I'm going to embarrass the crap out of myself. So I ended up being the alternate that year. I think it was 2014. And I went and watched um, the regionals. I think it was like in Columbus back then, the central regional Columbus or Cincinnati. I can't remember. Uh, when you start at 19 and then in, uh, doing CrossFit, do, do you notice a body composition change uh, uh, right away? Um, I don't think then because I was swimming. So I was still kind of like had my swimming layer of fat on I'll call it. I was a little bit chubbier back then. Um, I did not eat good. Like as swimmers, we were just always hungry. So I just, I didn't track my food or anything like that. Um, why, are, why is that? Why are, why, why is every kid who goes into a pool come out hungry? Is that, that's just, why is I don't that? Know. I have okay. no idea. It still happens to me now. If I go like recreationally to the pool, just to like, lay you get out and you just want to eat the whole cooler full of shit. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Guess did you, you bring anything? You open the cooler and there's like, did you bring anything for anyone else? <laughs> no, I, I'm not sharing my food at the pool. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, so, so at 19, you start, you get sucked into doing um, an open um, as an alternate. Someone at the gym obviously sees something in you and then mm -hmm. it's off to the races. You do your first competition and you're hooked. Yeah, pretty much. Like the first time I did a competition, I was like, oh, this is really fun. Like, I honestly, I would never have done this, but like part of me wanted to quit college swimming and just like start to be CrossFit. But I was committed to to finishing what I started and, um, you know, riding that out. But I was like, I definitely uh, uh, loved it. Oh, were you were you a scholarship athlete? Um, I had a partial scholarship, so it wasn't like I was at Cleveland State. So it's like a lower level division one school. Um, you know, I was a pretty good swimmer, but I was lower not. level division one. Well, it's not like we're talking about Ohio state. Like we got, I know, but it's still Ohio hard state. as fuck. Yeah. 
you know, because like everyone in CrossFit's like, oh, you're such a great swimmer. You're so fast. And I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like, you know, it's like the runners, the highest level runners. Like I would not that good of a swimmer. It's just compared to people who didn't swim their whole life. Pretty good swimmer. Um, uh, do you, have you won any swim events at the CrossFit games? No, because we always paddleboard or something stupid afterwards. <laughs> right, I agree. Something stupid. I agree. Paddleboard is looking forward to the pool this year. I, the I, I won the mile too. swim last year, but that didn't count for anything because I got passed on the kayak by ten people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm um, hoping for a swim salon, but you know, try not to get your hopes too high. Um. It, well, well, it, it sounds like this year the swim is in the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great, but it could just be a wash. You know, sometimes they put a 25 swim where, and then a ton of CrossFit between it, it, you know, it might not matter very much. Obviously I can recover in a pool better than anyone else, but. Hey, the the thing is this, they said it's a workout that everyone can do. Yeah. So I hope it's a hundred, hundred meters all out. (laughs) (laughs) How many of the athletes do you think in flip turn? Um, I would say. I mean, I, I trained with Sydney and she's been working on them, but I don't know, like in that scenario, like if it's worth doing it, because I, if you're really bad at flip turns, it takes so much oxygen. Cause you're like, <gasps> and then you're like, it's, I don't think it's worth it. If you aren't efficient at it, they go too deep. Then you push off the wall and you're, I mean, I wonder if the opposite direction you're going into the lane next to you. <laughs> yeah. Like they feel good that they're trying to do it, but I'm like, Ooh, you're better off just touching the wall and turning around. Do you think so, a lot of athletes can, or do you think that's a distinct advantage you have over a lot of the swimmers? Um, I think there'll be like five of five people who are like efficient at it. Like I know Danielle swam in high school, Chrissy Aramo swam in college. Um, I think Lucy, <clears throat> Lucy Campbell was a swimmer. Uh, if I'm missing anyone else, I don't know. I'm, I know Tia can flip her and she swam growing up a little bit. She's a pretty good swimmer. So I think um, if you're swimming fast in a pool, then being able to flip turn is going to be huge. Yeah. That's why I wonder though, like if they make it something where you're getting out on each side. So a flip turn doesn't, you know, I, like they, they, I was going to say, I feel like if they did that, they'd probably use the 50 meter length or at least right. that would be what they hope for. You would, that would make more sense. Cause a 25 is just like you dive in right. and you get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would hope it's at least 50 meters, but I, I'm sure it's an Olympic size college pool that could go either way. So I'm not sure how they have it set up. Yeah. Um, Amanda, Danielle did the same thing. She was, she was basically um, capable of going further in CrossFit at a younger age. She had a scholarship um, that she had to fulfill. She did, she kept doing track and pole vaulting. And so I want to say at least two regionals, she didn't get to go to Mm -hmm. because of her commitments to college. In hindsight, if you, were to and i have never asked her this but in hindsight if you were to talk to a younger amanda would you maybe have done something different would you uh no no yeah i mean when people always ask me now for advice i'm like play sports like go to college and do a sport like you'll be 22 when you graduate college and you you can't get that experience back like i think that it's important that kids do that I, i think it's cool that they're starting young and there's so much success in these younger athletes like it's amazing to see don't get me wrong but um i don't i just think it's cool college sports is just such a different experience that like if you have the opportunity that you should do it you're still so young when you graduate college you got plenty of time and and you and then you have stories about douchebag coaches yeah (laughs) you got a lot of stories i mean being on a team in college is just so fun um uh let's take a break to talk about how great i am gladys del puerto puerto 
Gladys del Puerto. I'll never go back to lame channels. Thank you so much for your amazing adult, smart, human, deep conversations. Your podcast reaches beyond the stars. Uh, love your team. I'm always looking forward to watch. With that being said, let's talk about the most superficial thing in the room, Amanda Barnhart's body. Um, <laughs> when, when did, when, when, I mean, you, you're like a fucking statue. You're, <laughs> d- d- and that, th- and that came from, um, you, you, you didn't have that physique from, well, I haven't seen pictures of you from when you were a swimmer, but this physique of yours is like so unique. If you were to put all the silhouettes of the athletes out there, everyone who is a fan of CrossFit would be like, that's Amanda Barnhart. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Colton yeah. Mertens. That's, that's Fikowski. I mean, there's like a handful, there's a handful, there's a, there's a handful you, we just know you're, yeah. um, when did that happen? When did you, when, I mean, when did you start becoming such like a, this powerhouse physique? Um, so like there, yeah, like there, you're just a, just a normal, pretty girl, but you can see I have muscle underneath <laughs> it. I just, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that's a bad body at all. I think that's no. a fantastic body, but that now you look, you seriously like in, in, in the most unhealthiest way possible. Like you're almost a bad example for girls. Like you're, you're this unachievable or, and boys, and boys. You're this, <laughs> I mean, when did that happen? I like just is, I this is just, just the expression like, of your and what are you what ethnicity are you that expresses its dna like this um are you icelandic no my dad's side is like croatian and uh i forget what else my mom's side's like mostly like european but they do have some like cherokee indian in that side so, so i, don't I mean and what croatian means dragon fighter in um uh in some language in croatian <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember CrossFit? Like, because Greg would say that, hey, don't worry about what your body looks like. Do CrossFit, and your DNA will express itself the way your genetics wanted it to. Were, as was it kind of like a um, opening a present at Christmas? Like every day you did CrossFit, you're like, holy shit, this is me. Like, do you ever trip uh, on well, you? When I like started wanting to compete, I intentionally like started working with my coach to get leaner. And once I leaned out, it was just like I had a lot of muscle underneath the fat that I was carrying and then over the years have just put on muscle. Like we actually have to be very careful. Like most girls will kill me for saying this, but like I will put on five pounds of muscle every year if we're not careful. Like it just happens so easily. And I don't need, and why don't you want to, why don't you want to do that? Don't you want to just be fucking cock diesel? Just, well, I mean, no, I don't, but, um, also I'm like my biggest weakness is she has, she is fit shaming. She's fucking fit shaming. I agree. She's fit shaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like i'm my weaknesses are all body weight stuff so like i don't need to be any heavier like yeah you can argue if you're getting stronger you're you're able to move your body weight but yeah i it's honestly been challenging to lift enough do crossfit enough eat enough and not just like put on muscle i i, I do put on is muscle the muscle thing day. the same reason fighters don't want to put on too much muscle because it consumes so much fucking oxygen and when you're moving around it, it, it'd be a drain on your metabolic capacity I mean, I guess I don't know anything about fighters, but I mean, that's how I feel running. Like, I don't want to add 10 pounds on me every time I'm running or doing legless rope climbs. Like, that's weight. My right. legs are heavy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what What is the most you've ever weighed in your life? Um, I've probably weighed probably 175 when I was, like, heavy in swimming. And how tall are you? I'm five, seven and a half. You're a giant. Yeah, I'm a giant across the world. You, that's the number one question I get when I do Q and A's. How tall are you? I think because you I look stand, taller. You I look stand taller. next to Christy Aramo and I look five eleven. So yeah. How tall are you, Taylor? Six foot. 
No, five ten. Five ten. Okay. <clears throat> How tall are you, Susa? Are you five ten? Five five ten. Yeah. Every guy's I'm five ten. <laughs> Uh, not not that not this one. Not I was gonna say one. careful. Not, careful. Not in That's I, got, I got stuck with two. Me? I got two five. I got two fives. No tens. I, I just two fives. <laughs> two fives. No ten. When when how how are you for time, Amanda? Do you have a few more minutes? Oh yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, you you're in one of the um. Uh, most popular uh, teams, one of the most popular coaches, uh, some of the greatest athletes, if not the greatest who've, co- who've come through the sport. And there's been a shift there. Um, I, is uh, Katrin um, moved back to Iceland? No. Um, and and, and uh, Samuel Quant is not there either? No. And um, uh, Harry Paley. Harry Paley, the coach. And, um, and um, uh, what's Chandler's first name? Chandler, Chandler Smith. Smith. <laughs> oh, his last name. Thank you. I was thinking of the fighter, Michael Chandler. And and, and Chandler Smith. He, did Chandler Smith leave also? No, he's there. He's there. Um, is it um, like one of the reasons I used to like going to class was be, I, like the only reason why I like going to school is to see my friends. Mm-hmm. I'd be so excited. Oh, this dude's in first period. Or like when I when I come on the podcast, I'm like so excited to see Sousa. I'm going to get to hang out with them. Or when I worked at CrossFit, I would be like so excited. Like, oh, I'm going to go see Dave's going to be there today. Or you know what I mean? I'm going to get to see my friends and we're going to like fool. I know we're going to fool around. Like I know we're going to get into some trouble. Um, is it, Was it like that when they left? Like, oh, you're like – you, it was harder to go in because your, your friends weren't there. Oh, Katrin's not going to be there. And, and I'm, who am I going to tease? Or I always brought a piece of food for her. She always bought a piece of food for me or, 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 or you know, with uh, your coach, like people are so excited to see their coach. Um, has that changed or is it maybe even the opposite? We're like, I got Ben to myself. He's mine. Oh, mine. <laughs> yeah. It was a little bit of both, honestly. Like um, it was really fun last year with the four of us training together but I think we beat each other up too much and we didn't realize it at the time, but like, you're going to put, four- I mean, Katrin brings great energy, right? I mean, oh, she's yeah. a fucking like a hundred watt light bulb that burns at two twenty. <laughs> yeah, right? It's unbelievable. She's like that all the time. It's truly, it's not fake. It's who she is. Um, so yeah, I miss that. I miss her energy. I miss her as a friend. I miss training with her, but, um, me too. I miss her as a friend too. <laughs> it was <laughs> better. It was a little better having a smaller group because it was easier to be like me and Chandler were like, Hey, like I'm not feeling great today. I'm going to change this or whatever. Like I made a lot better decisions for me and my training this year than I did last year. Last year, it was very much the group effect. You kind of got sucked in and I was like, well, I'm not missing this workout if everyone else is doing it. And sometimes it wasn't, wasn't in my best interest every day to do that. And you know, you don't realize it, but you're, you dig holes when you do that. So it ended up being uh, I, a really good training year um, with the smaller group. Um, and, and that's that's a real effect too. Um, I've heard about that about Haley Adams at um, at Mayhem. Like you have mm-hmm. to fucking stay clear from her, or she'll she'll fucking run you into the fucking ground. Like you yeah, can't be like, oh, Haley's doing that. Yeah, Haley's doing that, so I'm gonna do it. I think even Rich told us that he's like, yeah, I can't. Like I'm 35, I cannot keep up with her. Like she'll mm-hmm. just she'll 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 break me. Um, are you, um, do you have a, yeah, do do you have a shoe sponsor? Yeah, I'm I'm a Reebok athlete. You are. And, oh, so Mm -hmm. you're also excited about the uh, potential to win the $12,000. 
You don't have to be a Reebok yeah. athlete to do that. True. Yeah, you don't. True. Well, what what Reeboks will you wear? Um, well, it depends on the workout, um, which is a little bit challenging because like you have to be wearing the certain the certain Reeboks to win the win the money. But I'm not gonna put myself at a disadvantage and wear shoes that aren't advantageous to the workout just because I want to win money. Um, but you just have to be wearing the new nanos, um, which for most of the workouts, I'll be wearing those because they're CrossFit workouts, but like the swim, I'm not going to be wearing my nanos. And I was going to ask, are you just (laughs) fucked if you're going to win the swim and you can't wear anything? My husband's like, my husband's like slip them on and run across the finish line. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Have them right there and just slide them on. Hey, do it. That would be hey. cool. Hey, um, uh, what about the Nano 2s? You can't just you can't just go back to the Nano 2s? Did you like the Nano 2s? No. I don't even remember the Nano 2s. I, okay, they're really flat. They're really flat and like wide. Toe Giant box, right? toe box. Mm, yeah, Crazy toe feet. box. I think that was yeah. my first CrossFit shoe. I remember my first shoe. They were the Nano 2s. I'm not sure I would like them now, but because we've evolved so much with the shoes, but... They were great then. Yeah, it's all I wear. I probably have I, I have too many pairs. Yeah, I mean, I probably have twenty pairs in boxes. To be honest, like, have you tried the new one? I, I have not, but like the like I tried those Fronings like from a few years ago, mm-hmm. and my foot doesn't even fit in them. Like I, even if I bought it, bought a size up, the top of my foot wouldn't even fit in them. I mean, I, I just can't do narrow shoes. The slide in ones? No, 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 no. The the ones that had like all oh. the American flag on them and shit. Okay, now you're talking the about slide-in ones, the slide in ones. The slide in ones, I don't even think I can't wear slide in shoes. Those ones are really comfortable, but I, I don't necessarily train in them. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and the Metcons is like, is for people who only have like three toes. <laughs> yeah, those are super narrow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I don't true. even have fat feet, but it's just I, like, they're just normal looking feet. feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. They are very what, narrow. <laughs> what size shoe are you? A nine. Nine. Pretty normal for my height, I would say. You just um, you just had your birthday. Yeah, July sixteenth. Yeah. yeah, congratulations! Happy birthday. Happy birthday! Thanks. That means, excuse me. That means if you do masters when you're thirty five, you'll turn thirty five just before. Yeah, how's the, that work? I think that you'd be good to go. You could just. I would go, be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's just how old you are when you compete at the games. Yep. Is that true, Taylor? Uh, for masters. Yeah. So if you turn 35 the week before, I think you are eligible to compete as 35 to 39. Hmm. That was the question, correct? Yep. That's a long, that's a long four years away. So I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I think, um, are, are you going to have kids? That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got mom vibes to you for sure. Thanks. <laughs> do, you have, do you have brothers? Do you have, do you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I do. And my sister is actually about to have her first baby in September. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. That shit's contagious. That yeah. shit, you're going to get all. Well, you guys she's have like a- the closest person to me to have a child. So it feels very real. Like seeing her pregnant, I was like, whoa. <laughs> is, is, um, you only have one sibling? I have two brothers as well, but they're older than me and don't um, live by us. So I don't see them as much. Okay, four. Yeah, you're going to have a big family. Um, is your Are you married? Yes. And, um, it, do you guys have a dog? We have two dogs. Oh shit! You're gonna be. Pre- you're not gonna make it out of. Uh, you you won't be at the 2023 games. Pregnant. <laughs> <No. laughs> 
Um, you, you, um, Ben Bergeron says you're extremely coachable. Is that correct? Did I, did I see that? Get that right? Oh, he did say that about me. Yeah. And, and what does that mean? What is, can you give me an example of what that means when someone's coachable? I think you're just like willing to accept feedback and try something as opposed to being like, nah, I'm not going to do that. My way already works. Um, it was hard at first. Like when I first started getting coached and they were like, Oh, we want you to change this. And I was like, but this feels harder. You know, like you, you try something new and it feels worse at first. I think then you learn that it's efficiency over time and, you know, maybe it's not the answer, but you got to at least try something that your coach is suggesting because they're trying to make you better. They're never trying to make you worse. So if they're suggesting something, it's for a reason. Yeah. Um, so would an example be like you're jumping rope and you're doing double unders and they see some sort of inefficiency in your, in your wrist movement or something and they would be like, hey, I want you to fix this. And you just feel goofy as shit when you start it. Oh, yeah, that happened. Um, one of my first coaches, Mitch, he, like, made me go. I was pretty bad at double honors when I first started competing. He made me go back to, like, the, what, the wiffle ball thing. And I was, like, doing that. And I got so mad. I'm like, gosh, why am I doing this? But I know he was trying to help me, and it, it did end up working. So Yeah, awesome. Um, I, I really, I really appreciate, uh, having you on, um, you, you deserve in, in my opinion, uh, your own show. I, I will tell you this. I was, uh, um, I was, uh, nervous to have you on Why? because I, I just never know. I never know if you, you're a convers. if someone's not a conversationalist, I, um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, oh. 20 minutes in, you're like, no, yes. Water. <laughs> no, I'm not like that at all. I could, I actually have to cut myself off. I can talk forever. So I, I'd love to have my own show, Savon. Oh, oh, you're perfect. awesome. Yeah, I like you. You're cool. Sign as shit. me up. <laughs> all right. Deal. Um, please say hi to Ben. Um, tell, tell him thank you for, um, uh, in, in, in your husband, tell him thank you for um, sharing you. Tell Ben I've always loved having him on the show, um, and uh, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. And I and I wish you the best of luck. I'm I'm excited to see you get out there and perform. Uh, you're you. you're uh, you're an amazing human being. Thank you guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm excited to go compete. I'll make you proud. Oh, one one thing. Um, you don't have to answer me here. <laughs> just just I, 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 I in there. Yeah, you, you know what I'm going to ask her. <laughs> I don't really like to, I don't like to ask people for stuff. Um but maybe you and your husband could get together, coach. You guys could get and, and maybe you guys could talk about whether um I could have your phone number. So like I could like, instead I'll of give you my phone number. Oh shit. Okay. Well cool. I didn't want to rush you. I didn't want to rush you. Just play it cool. First I just you can just she can just was, shoot me the shoot me the link to join the, the podcast. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Susan, why can't we get her phone number? People in the comments are because you're a fucking creep. I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, all right. I'll try to just tiptoe. I'll send it to your e- the email after this. How about that? Okay, you're wonderful. Perfect. And I'll text I won't text you more than uh, twice a day. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Right. Bye. Thanks, Cheers. Have Thank you. And then Cheers, there were three. Bye. She was. Oh no! Then there were. Can can you be on, Caleb? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, if you can't just hide. Oh, that, that that's not uh, ra- uh, secret data in that screen back there, is it? Is it Christmas no. there? And that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas lights. Where, where are you? Christmas over here. <laughs> hey, I like it when he turns the lights off in there, and those Christmas lights actually look like. Um, yep. uh, go sorry, I didn't mean. To, I didn't mean to be uh, a religionist. Those. Um, uh, Ramadan lights. Um, uh, <laughs> they look like uh, light leaking through the ceiling when you turn off the lights. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll set the, set the move. Set the mood in here. God, she's fucking cool. Interesting. Did you think she was cool? I thought she was great. I'm pumped yeah, out. She's awesome. Thought. Yeah. Raise your hand if you thought she was cool. Unanimous. Wow, it is. <laughs> I've seen her at some competitions, and she's just she's she looks bigger, like bigger than she is for sure, like larger than life type. Yeah, uh, you mean when she's out on the floor? Yeah, just like I've just seen her walking around in like the athlete areas and stuff, and she's she seems really large, like personality and physically. I thought she was going to be just like this really quiet, shy girl. Yeah, I That's thought that so too. too. She hasn't talked to anybody at the competition, but that makes sense. She's just not that kind of person. Uh, that this show that we just did is our most popular show already in the shortest amount of time in the last 30 days. People are getting amped for the games. Holy shit. Yeah, are you seeing... Did, I just went over and looked at the views. It's out of fucking control. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of fucking control. And I humbly accept all of the attention. Thank you. <laughs> I promise it won't go to my head. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, dude, it's it's seriously, it's 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 uh it's 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 trending at quadruple the pace of the shows uh, from the last like three days. Are you? Did you go over and are you fucking watching over there? Wow. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Should we do something later, like a little tour of the venue or something like that? Yeah, I feel like someone should get naked and pay. Like Taylor should just get naked and streak across the back. There's like a thank you to the people. Would that be a good thank? I don't. I want to thank you guys for watching. I'm trying to figure out what I can give you. Me naked? Yeah, you naked. That's what I'll. Drop got. seventy. Drop seventy in the comment. Uh, seventy bucks. I'll get naked. So uh, l- let me let me uh, let me um. I let, let me let me do some shameless plugs because there's some people who've been extremely extremely generous to us. Uh, first, I want to thank uh, Paper Street Coffee. They have a booth at the CrossFit Games. They've decorated it with Sevon Podcast uh, stuff, signs, gear, shirts. And if you are at the CrossFit Games and you want to watch the Sevon Podcast, the booth will have a giant TV there that you can walk up and watch the podcast live. All week, Taylor and Jr. and I will be live, basically. I, I would guess anywhere from four to fucking seven times a day. It's going to be absolutely nuts. We're going to be bringing you all the intel that we can gather. And then we have another half dozen people on the ground there. If you do buy paper street coffee, it's um, paper st coffee.com. I uh, put in seven uh, and you get 10% off. I have to thank wad zombie. Uh, who's been a huge supporter of the show uh, since day one. He's always donating money and you should go buy these cards. I don't know how they are so cheap. They're only $10. They come in these cool plastic cases. There's Daniel Brandon. There's my homeboy, Colton Mertens. Uh, there is Jason Hopper, the man, one of the first like super cool athletes to really come on the show and be a regular. And Patrick Vellner, who is probably the coolest regular athlete we have on the show. Uh, super generous with this time, too, and I love to see them. I think they're releasing a couple new cards, Dallin Pepper and... Alexis Raptus. Alexis, yep. Alexis Raptus uh, today. Thank you, Caleb. And finally, our most important and generous sponsor who has been there since day one, who has given us the most money, who has talked me through and counseled me through a bunch of stuff, who's not only a friend, a mentor, uh, just be, beyond generous to the show, is cahormones.com, californiahormones.com. Uh, uh, 
the the owner over there um, is a, a amazing entrepreneur who's extremely supportive of the show, extremely supportive of people within the CrossFit community. If you go to cahormones.com and uh, you will and you uh, sign up for blood work and uh, you will get a free doctor's consultation. Um, if you're in California, they'll even do the blood work for you for free. So if you just curious what your what your blood levels are, you want to see what your testosterone looks like, just go over there, use the code Sevon. Uh, you'll get your blood work done, free doctor's consultation, and um, and and you could get all um, juiced up if you need it. And also too, we have a, a new super thing su- sorry sorry one more thing yep. super crazy competitive prices like the the cheapest in the biz. Okay, sorry, and great people. I can I can fully vouch for them. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Susa. I was going to say, we also have a new sponsor, masterofcoaching.online, that will help out coaches and it'll be a resource. There's a new article that was just posted up about jet lag. So for some of you guys coming in or traveling from far away, um, go check that out. Read the article. Check out masterofcoaching.online. Okay. I'm looking to see. Yeah. Masters of Coaching. What a great um, – I didn't even know you could have a dot .online. Why, I thought it had to be three letters. Uh, I think it's uh, an Australian – I don't know Mas- if that makes a difference. Master of Coaching dot online. Okay. Do we we don't even know when we're gonna be live next? I can't even tell you guys. Not yet, but I think we have a couple athletes that we're gonna be reaching out to and maybe pop it on uh later this evening. Okay. And so I assume if they release and and I also assume if they release any more workouts, uh Taylor and uh Taylor Self um and JR and I will be coming on uh this evening. If they release anything today, we'll come on this evening. And uh, Taylor and Jr. will give you their take on it. Uh, once again, thank you. Ty- if you if you haven't signed up for the Tyler Watkins Fantasy Fitness Challenge, uh, you should go over there and do that too. It's pretty fun. It definitely makes it's more than pretty fun. It makes the, the games tolerable. I said it. <laughs> uh, I want to welcome the new CEO of CrossFit. Congratulations, um, Donnie. Uh, welcome. Uh, you are welcome on the show anytime you would like to come. Um, uh, I'm curious. Uh, how you're going to steer this. Um, if you uh, need any advice from the greatest media director who's ever lived on the planet, I am here to help you uh, um, sustain and love on uh, the, uh, uh, the affiliates affiliates first. Love us, right. Don. Love us. Yep. Uh, Taylor. Thank you. C Beaver. Thank you. Matt Souza. I will see you guys all very soon. Bye-bye.